This is Suburban Dope. Well, I mean, when you all get this, it'll be afternoon, but either way, I'm recording it right now. You know what I'm saying? What's going on? Andrew Barrows, Suburban Dope. What's up, man? Did y'all miss me? Did y'all miss? Did you miss this last week? Because I wasn't here. I mean, I hope you all had a good Thanksgiving, all that, everything. Uh, I'm good. Um went to Maryland went to the uh went to the ladies for Thanksgiving shit was good it was a fun time and I came back and leveled up once again um got approved for the apartment so that's happening that's really happening uh literally in about two and a half weeks I'm gone I'm moving out to Maryland it's really really happening it's kind of bugged Cause I'm like, I can't believe I'm really moving. Like I'm really moving out. And then it's like, oh my God, I got to pack again. And it feels like I just packed and unpacked everything because we moved here to this apartment in September. And like, just like that, boom, December got pack all over again. But nevertheless, um, my mom, she's going to give me all the pots, all the pans, the plates, the bowls. I'm taking all that. I'm taking all of it. Um, cleaning supplies, uh, toilet bowl cleaner, glass cleaner, you know, fantastic. All of it. I'm taking all of it. All of it. Um, she got like a fresh pack of uh, them Tide Pods. She was like, you can take that too. I'm taking that. Like, basically the whole apartment, I'm taking all of it. I'm taking all of it. Everything in there is mine. Um, I'm ha- they're they're gone. My parents are gone. Uh, the 16th, they're gone, and it's just gonna be me, and uh, everything you know falls on me for the apartment. Like I'm gonna have to clean up the apartment. I gotta you know wipe down everything, make sure everything's all good. Gotta take the shower curtain down, like all that shit. But it's happening. It's really really happening. It's going down. Um, I got a laptop. I got a new, I got a brand new laptop now. You know what I'm saying? It's not a Mac, but I got me a laptop. I got a solid, solid Dell, um, you know, 15 inch screen. I got the one terabit. So I'm like all the way good. I got, you know, a thousand gigs of, 
of memory and uh, a thousand gigs of stuff to play with on this one terabit but also the computer itself has a lot of uh memory and uh space and all that it's a really dope computer as you can see i'm clearly recording so i got the audacity the only problem is i'm gonna have to find an emulator for a garage band because the version not even a version they don't have they don't have garage band on pc because you know it's an apple product uh you know apple gotta hold down their shit um i gotta find i gotta find an emulator though for garage band in order for me to uh record on pc because come next year you know me and the homies we're gonna be doing these round table discussions um once a month and I need, I need, I need those mics. You know what I'm saying? I need, I need, I need to be able to record all four mics. I can't record two mics. I can't record just one and have us all talking over one mic. Like, yes, that can happen. These mics are great. Of course that could happen. But I need, I need, I need to be able to record and I need a solid, solid program. I've been looking. The program I did download um, it's called like mix pad or something. This shit is trash, <laughs> fucking trash. So I'm not using that. So I did some more research and I'm gonna have to download an emulator and hopefully that emulator will let me do what I need to do. But either way, audacity still here. Truth be told, um, road mic, these same mics that I, uh, the company that makes my mic, they're about to make a, uh, Rode Procaster, which is a, you know, a big, basically a big soundboard um, used for podcasters. Um, you can literally record up to, uh, you can put six, uh, I think it's four mics on there, um, whether it be an input or a USB. Uh, there's um, there's a soundboard on there. Uh, you could you could hook up the phone to it. And record, um, you know, via Skype and um, through the phone. So, as, you know, do phone interviews and all that. The fucking thing. Let me see. I'm about to check how much it is. Because it came out. It came out, a, like, maybe this maybe this week. It comes out. Let me see with this. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Okay. Yeah. It came out the other day. Um, sheesh. Yeah, that's that sounds about right. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna run it's gonna run it's gonna run your boy six hundred, but it's gonna be well worth it, you know. That road that roadcaster pro integrated podcast production studio. Uh yeah, I want that shit. I need that shit. So once I have that, we all are gonna be good out here. So I'm not really tripping. I'm gonna have that. It'll 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 be here. It'll come. And uh, yeah, man, I got a new laptop. I'm out here. Another level up. Felt good to drop that 1200. It really did. <laughs> I'm like, damn, nigga, you really been putting in work. Like, you really have been saving. That's crazy. Greatness. I'm just, I'm happy, man. I'm happy. I'm feeling good. I'm in good spirits. I'm ready. Uh, I'm terrified, but I'm ready. I know it more than ever now. I'm ready. And, you know, the move's going to be very easy. 
I believe my mom is going to get me a truck. So they're just going to move me. You know, they're just going to take everything up. They're going to back everything in and move me out. Like, they're doing it. I'm not doing shit. So I can't complain. Uh, things are good. Life is good. And nevertheless, since I took a week off, you know what I'm saying, I watched a lot this week. Um, I listened to a lot this week. The news is a lot this week. The videos, not so much. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, it, it, it is what it is with, well, with the videos. But albums, some dope shit dropped this week, man. Album-wise, wow. Uh, Single-wise, wow. And uh, nevertheless... I watched a lot of TV this week, went to the movies three times uh, last week during Thanksgiving, so I clearly saw movies. I'm ready, man. I'm so ready. I'm excited. I'm recording on my new on my laptop, my brand new laptop. So having said all that, man, let's get it, yo. Let's get it, man. So let's go into spoilers right now. All right. Amazon Prime, you all are fucking nuts. I absolutely love Amazon Prime. I don't know when we became members. I don't know, but my brother hit me up and he's like, "Yo, this show, the marvelous, uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, you need to watch this show. You will love this show. It is literally right up your alley." And I'm like, yo, we got Amazon Prime? He's like, yeah, we got Amazon Prime. So there's so many shows that I'm about to start watching because we got Amazon Prime, which is great. Like, super great. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is the best new show that I've seen this year. Period. It won five Emmys for a reason. This shit is so damn good. Let me put you on. It's about this woman. Her name is Midge. And uh, she is, it takes place in 1958. You know what I'm saying? 1958, New York. You feel me? Um, she gets married. You know, this guy, his name is Joel. She gets married to him. And then the show literally starts off four years later. You know what I'm saying? They're in their marriage. You know, they're happy. They're doing their thing. And her husband is a stand-up comedian. He does stand-up. He works, yes, but he wants to be a stand-up. Now, they go to this bar to do their stand-up all the time, At the uh, to do his stand-up. Um, he goes to a place called the Glasslight Cafe, right? And she is like, you know, it's, 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 it's the 50s, so she's a stay-at-home mom. Um, you know, she stays at home, she cooks and cleans and, you know, caters to him. That's just, that's what they do. And so she is like, she's like his, uh, yo, honestly, she was, she was writing his shit. Like she was putting tags on his shit and like going over his set and everything. Right. So they go into how he gets these, these solid sets. He's, uh, you know he's he's upset in the beginning of the uh of the first episode because he calls up his wife and he's like, "Yo, they're putting me on the gaslight tonight at one o'clock." You know what I'm saying? Nobody's gonna be in there at one o'clock. Like, 
what the fuck? And she's like, don't worry, I got you. And her little trick is she'll make this banging ass brisket. She makes good ass brisket, right? She brings it to the uh, the manager uh, of the gaslight. And that's how she like persuades him like, okay, you know what I'm saying? What about 1030? Like, you know, like one of those type of things. Goes on at 1030. Her husband kills, does a great job. And uh, there's a woman there, you know, she's looking around, uh, she's looking around the place, seeing, you know, who's laughing, what's going on, what jokes are hitting, you know, she's doing all the tags, she's doing her thing. And there's a woman there, and uh, she's the bartender, and she's looking at him, and she is just not impressed. She's not impressed at all. She's like, this guy's a fucking, like, he's a, he's a hack, he ain't shit. And she was so confused about that, like... I don't know why she's so mad. Like, why Like why do you not like it? This is funny. People are laughing. Why are you not laughing? I'm confused. And she's just going, you know, it's just, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's pretty regular. And uh, she's watching TV one night and she sees a guy on the stage, forgot who she sees. And she see, she realizes that he's doing the husband's joke. Like he's doing the bit. He's doing her he's doing his bit. And she gets mad. Like she's angry. Which is understandable. I completely get it too. Like, yo, you just took like, you know, you took his joke. So she goes to the husband and she's like, yo, uh, so and so is doing your joke. And he's like, Yeah, I know, it's his joke. And she goes, Wait, what? And he's like, yeah, you know, all the all all the greats do it. Everybody takes material, you know. I made it my own, but you know, yeah, that's his joke. And she goes, I thought you wrote that bit. And he was like, I did write it. I wrote, you know, I wrote it and made it my own. I put my own spin on it. But you know, yeah, it came it came from him. And she's like, but you didn't write it. Like you didn't. That's not your joke. And he was just like. Yo, it's cool. Like, it's okay. Like, it's fine. You know what I'm saying? Everybody does it. Don't worry about it. And she was so... You can see it in her face. She was, like, disgusted. Because what the fuck? Like, my guy, you're over here telling me you're trying to, like, do this. And, like, this is your dream and all this. But you didn't even write your shit. You don't even write your jokes. Like, you're literally stealing material. So that next day, they go back to the gaslight to go do it, you know, to do a set. And she's like on the way there, um, you know, she's like, yo, you know, what I'm saying talk about your sweater or something because she because he had asked her to bring his uh, his lucky sweater. Right. And then she brings it to him and there's like holes in the sweater and like you know it's not washed and she's like yo talk about that like you could talk about the sweater and he's like i'm not gonna talk about my sweater i'm not doing that and she was just like oh i'm just trying to you know give you a suggestion and he goes in there and he's completely thrown off uh because of what just happened she tells him you know he's he, he she's like yo you should like do your own material tonight and he's like what do you what do you mean like I'm do, I'm you know, I'm going to go up there and do my same bit that I've been doing and she's like right but that's not your bit like you should do your own material threw him all off gets on stage bombs completely bombs he's shit 
because he's not a he's not a true comedian. He's terrible. He gets off the stage. They go home. He gets so mad at her that he's like, I'm leaving you. And she goes, what? And he's like, yo, you don't like, you know, you don't you don't believe in my dream. You don't support me. I'm leaving you. And she's so confused because she's like, yo, we have two kids. Like we have a house like what the fuck are you talking about right now? You're leaving me. He's like, I can't be with you. You don't believe in me. And he leaves her. He literally just leaves his wife because he's just mad at himself that he's shit. And she can't believe it. She's like distraught for a while. Like she's angry. Like what the fuck, bro? You left? Like it's not like I want a divorce. He's straight up like, yo, I'm leaving you. I'm leaving you. I can't do this no more. Nope. Mind you, on top of that, he's been having an affair with his secretary at work. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, this shit is crazy, right? Like, what is happening here? What the fuck is going on? She, Her whole life just completely flips. Completely flips upside down. So she gets drunk as shit one night. Gets drunk as shit. And she goes to the gaslight, right? She goes to the gaslight. And she's drunk. She's super drunk. And there's nobody on the stage or nothing. And she just walks on the stage. Not even realizing what she's doing. She walks on the stage. And she's talking to herself and stuff. And then she just gets on the mic. And she starts expressing herself. She starts ranting. And... It is absolutely true to life. It's honest. And it is hilarious. It's so fucking good. The woman is good. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, really good, bruh. And she doesn't realize what she's doing. She has no idea what she's doing. She's just up there just expressing herself. She's She has to, she got to get this out somehow. And she's just getting it out. And the bartender, she's watching her. um, And she realizes, oh, my God, this woman is a natural. This woman doesn't even realize it, but she is a star. She's a straight up star. Holy shit. I need to manage her. And that's the first episode. The episode ends like that. Like, it ends on, like, her set. You know what I'm saying? And she didn't even realize she was doing a set. Ends like that. And all of a sudden, she realizes that she has nothing. The next episode, she has nothing. She doesn't work. She doesn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? She was a, she was a, she was a, she was a, she was a stay-at-home wife. Like, that's what, that was, that's what she did. And then, that goes into her family life. Her mom and her father, they're super Jewish. And once again, this is the 50s. Her mother is constantly like, you know, oh, you and Joel, you guys will get back together. You'll get back together and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, what the, f- what? Like, I don't want to get back with Joel. Like, Joel left. And she's like, no, it'll be okay. That's your husband. You know, you all are married, this and that. Like her 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 mom is very is very, very uh is she's a high standards woman. She you know, she 
doesn't, you know, put she puts on makeup, she gets ready, like, you know, she doesn't sleep, uh, it's like she sleeps with makeup on, like, she's, she's that type of woman, and she's just so turned off by her, she's like, I'm not doing that shit, like, what the fuck are you talking about, so she gets drunk as shit again, and she goes back to the gaslight, and she does it again, she does it again, but she doesn't, she's not doing it like, oh, I need to go here and go do stand-up, she's just like, I need to go somewhere to go get this off, like, I gotta get this shit out of me, woman walks up to her, the bartender, she's like, I wanna manage you, and she's confused, she's like, manage me for what, she's like, you are a you're you're a natural, you are a star, I wanna manage you, and she's like, I can't do stand-up, I don't even know where to begin, I can't do it, and she's like, yeah, you can, and so the third episode comes around, and she starts writing a little bit, she starts doing a little bit of stuff, and uh, she's, she, she's realizing, oh shit, now mind you, she, uh, Lenny Bruce is also very much so in this show because Lenny Bruce, um, this is, this is also based on a true story of, of this woman, um, Mrs. Maisel, Midge Maisel. And, uh, she is like one of the greatest stand up comics of all time, but one of the greatest female stand up comics when female comedians weren't a thing like that wasn't a thing. Females didn't do comedy like that just didn't happen. There was a few of them, you know, Aunt Mabel, you know, that black woman, uh, she's super dope as well. But there wasn't, that wasn't a thing. Females in comedy was not like, oh yeah, like that, like yeah, her and yeah, her, that wasn't a thing. But Lenny Bruce was like kind of putting her on a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Um, he kind of took her under, under his wing a little bit. And I remember, not even I remember, um... Like, you know, she's she's asking him things like uh, like mind. Oh, mind you, she got arrested uh, the night that she did the stand up. Uh, the first night she did the stand up, she got arrested. Right. This is how she meets Lenny Bruce. She got arrested. And because she was up there talking about her tits and stuff like that, she you know, he left these tits. and She whips her tits out. And being that this is t 1958. <laughs> you get, you get, you know, indecent exposure. She got arrested right away. On top of that, she got arrested for cursing the way she was and everything. And Lenny Bruce was in prison, uh, was in jail with her. And um, when he gets out the jail, when he walks away, she goes, "When you're up there, like, do you love it?" And he's like, you know, he's telling her, like, you know, he gives her this real answer, and she's like, "Right, but do you love it?" And then he kind of walks away from her and he kind of has like this smirk on his face and he shrugs his hands up and she's like, he loves it. Like she just knew right away, like, oh, this guy, this guy, this guy does this for a reason. And so she starts hanging with Lenny Bruce. And then the next episode, uh, episode four, old girl, because she 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 knows this shit. She's she wants to be a manager. She wants to do this. She loves comedy herself. She starts showing her the rope. She starts taking her around town, putting her on with the different uh putting her on at different clubs, the scene in the club, the type of comics that come here, all of that type of shit, right? So then it goes into the next episode. And she gets on a stage, she has some jokes, you know, she's wrote she's written some shit out and 
She bombs. She bombs. It's terrible. She got a few laughs, but she bombs. It's it's like this is the worst thing ever. And off the strength of that bomb, she's like, nope, not doing comedy. Not doing it. Can't do it. Won't do it. And her manager's like, what the fuck? Like, okay, you bombed. You had a bad night. That's going to happen. This isn't like, you know, not every night's going to be that way. And she's like, right, but like, I can't do it. I don't want, like, I don't want to do it. Like, nah. And she's like, fuck you then. Like, if you don't want to do it, then fuck you. And they had like, you know, a little bit of not a falling out. They had to have that moment that have a real heart to heart with each other. And she's like, yo, if you're going to be my manager, because she's cold, her manager's cold. You know what I'm saying? Just a cold blooded woman. She's dope as fuck. Uh, The woman who plays Lois, as well as the woman who played Mrs. Swan on Mad TV. She's the she's the one that plays a manager. And they had a real talk now mind you at this point you know what i'm saying she got a job you know she works at like uh she works in um the makeup department at a department store like she had like she has to she has to have a job she moved back in with her parents like all that type of shit like her husband literally left her and he's with a whole nother woman like it's wild but uh you know she's working things like that and she had a real heart to heart with this woman she's like yo if you're gonna be my manager then you need to manage me the right way. You need to encourage me. You need to give me confidence. And also, if you're going to be my manager, then you need to let me have a moment where I just need to just cry and just let it out. You need to let me do that. And then her being the manager, she's like, oh, shit. Like, I've been I've been going at this wrong with you the whole time. I'm sorry, and they go back to the drawing board, and she starts writing crazy, like she starts getting down a set, like she starts building her set, and what I love about her comedy is it reminds me of my comedy, it reminds me of like Bernie Mac's comedy, or Kevin Hart's comedy, or even Eddie Murphy, definitely Richard Pryor, Um, it's very... It's very much so her life, you know what I mean? And she puts it out on stage in a way that expresses to people, you know, through laughter. And it's absolutely amazing how she does it. And also, what I love about her is she reminds me of me because she starts studying comedy. You know what I'm saying? She starts studying it. She starts getting records like, you know, underground comic shit like Rick, you know, Red Fox and Lenny Bruce you know that type of shit and she just is studying it listening to it over and over trying to understand what this is and why this is and she finally gets it like she gets it my guy she gets it she has a tight fucking 10 her jokes are crazy they're great they're true to life it's absolutely amazing and she's like yo we need, like, you know, we got to get an agent. Like, you know, she tries to get an agent. And basically, there's another female comic that uh, she comes, like, you know, that, that that's doing her thing out here and is huge. And she meets this female comic. And she realizes that uh, this woman 
is just not what she seems. She's not what she seems. And, you know, she's telling her things like, look, like, if you, you know, if if you want to, if, if you want to make it, you know, as a woman, like, you know, you need to have a shtick type of thing. You know, you should show a little more skin, shit like that. And she's like, what? And so they meet this manager. They meet this. They meet this other manager or this agent, matter of fact. And he brings uh, she brings him to the gaslight. And uh, she's like, yo, this is my girl. I'm going to show her to you. She's great. And she goes on stage and she fucking all her jokes are based around a female comic because she just spent a whole day at her house. And she's like, yo, fuck this bitch. Like, nah, this is this is stupid. Like this bitch basically told me, like, I'm not going to make it like fuck this bitch. And that's her. That's his. That's his client. So he gets pissed. Right. He gets pissed and he starts blackballing her all around town. He's blackballing her. And the last episode is the one for me that really fucking hits because this whole season you're like, yo, when is the husband going to find out? So episode eight comes around and there's only eight episodes. The new season starts this week, December 5th. I will be watching all of it like this weekend. So I'm going to talk about all of this next week for sure. Because I already watched this show twice through. Like, it's that good for me. I'm going to watch it again because it's just so damn good. It's great. She gets back with her husband. You know, they have a, you know, they have a, they have a night of, uh, you know, of sex and things like that. And uh, she's like, no, nah, we're not going to, like, be together now. Like, no. And her husband is like, you know, he's having a great day at work and all that. And he goes to the record store to get some underground comedy because he's over here looking at her shit and he's like oh who's this and oh who's this and oh you started listening to this and while they're at the record store there is a record playing and the record that's playing is her set that she did in the first episode somebody recorded it and it's been blowing up around town low key and she doesn't know, like she doesn't know at all, her manager doesn't know, nobody knows, and mind you, nobody knows what her name is, because she just goes on there, she calls herself Miss X, or something like that, like, she'll call herself Amanda, like, she's not, she doesn't use her real name, so, you're in there, you know what I'm saying, he's in there, he's downstairs, to go look for the underground shit, and he's like, and he walks back up the stairs and he knows who it is. You know what I'm saying? He knows what's going on. They don't know. Like these people who are listening, they're like trying to guess. Oh, it's, it's got to be her. It's got to be her. Like, And he's like, what record is this? And he's like, yo, it's, you know, it's, you know, this is some new some new comic that's around here. Nobody knows her name. They're calling her Mrs. X. Like we don't know who she is. And he is pissed. He's pissed. He's so mad. Like, he's angry. And it's so funny to me because, my nigga, you left your wife. You left her. You haven't done comedy since. Not only that, you ain't even a real comic. You don't even write your shit, bro. But he's mad. He is mad. That night, because they're blackballed, you know what I'm saying? They're blackballed out here. She 
calls up Lenny Bruce. Her manager calls up Lenny Bruce because her and Lenny Bruce, they're, they're, you know, they're good friends. On top of that, Lenny Bruce is like, you know, he's kind of taking her under his wing. So he knows her. She puts on a show for Lenny Bruce at the Gaslight. And she gets everybody there. Everybody's around. And uh, Mrs. X is going to open the show. She's going to open the show for uh, for Lenny. She got a tight 10. Like, she's ready. And this was her way of like, yo, yeah, we're blackballed. But I guarantee you we'll be able to get people out here. And we'll still be able to do our thing. And she goes on stage. And, you know, she has this dope-ass dress on. And, like, it's almost like, you know, she's found herself for like officially found herself she knows her look she knows what she's bringing to the table and her husband comes there that night to the gaslight she doesn't know he's there he comes to the uh comes to the gaslight and he's watching her and she is destroying this fucking stage she's killing it she's killing it and there's dudes in the fucking crowd who were like heckling her and shit. And she's just eating that shit and just throwing it right back. Like she is killing. She's killing. Her husband goes outside. He gets in a fight with the guys who were just talking that shit to her. Right. And he's like, she's good. Like, you know, like he's all like emotional. He's like, she's good. And he's like, she's good. And he just walks off in the rain. Like, it was, like, raining and snowing. He walks off, and it's like, yo, that shit gotta hurt, man. That shit gotta hurt. I want to know what they're going to do with that next season because, wow. And when and the way that the episode ends is she introduces herself, like, formally. And she goes, thank you. I'm the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Good night. And lo and behold, marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It is my favorite show. It's definitely my the best new show I've seen this year. Period. Period. It's so damn good. I'm gonna I gotta I gotta I gotta talk about something else now. <laughs> because, you know, holy shit. But, you know, we got more comedy coming because I, I mean, I, I look. <coughs> I am a stand up comedian. <coughs> all I do all day, every day is watch comedy or I'm listening to comedy or I'm reading up on comedy. Like I I love this shit. That's just what this is. I I guarantee you if me and you are watching a show like a comedy set, like a stand-up special, we are not watching it the same. I I I I guarantee you that because I love this shit. I really really do. I want to do this for the rest of my life. That's what I want to do. So Comedy is what I watch, guys. <laughs> I watch it all the time, just like right here. Uh, Netflix has a new series, a, 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 a new, um, t- a new special. Three of them, actually, uh, in like a little, like a little uh, mini series type thing of um, Dave Attell and Jeff Ross. They have a uh, 
they have a special that they've been doing called Bumping Mics. And it is the it is the coolest thing I've ever seen um, in comedy in a while. David Tell is so damn good. Jeff Ross is so damn good. Jeff Ross is the roast master. I mean, for real. They call him the roast master for a reason. But him and David Tell, their 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 uh their chemistry on stage is inseparable. You can't deny it. It's great. And the reason they call it bumping mics is because every now and then when they say like a good joke, they'll be on stage and they'll bump mics, you know, like a pound. Like ah, like you know, pound it. It's very, very good. And they ended the tour at the Comedy Cellar. So um, the way they did this special is they literally called it Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They were there three nights. And every show was a different show, which I loved. It's not like they went up there and they were doing the same jokes. And you know, like it wasn't like that. Not only that, there were different people in there every night, which was awesome. Um, the first episode, Amy Schumer came on stage with them. Um, I don't care about that too much. Uh <laughs> the next episode on Saturday, um, fucking Gilbert Godfrey was in there killing it. Gilbert Godfrey's a legend, yo, for real. Like, wow. Uh, Bob Saget came on stage with, uh, with them. Um, Hassan Minaj came on stage with them at one point. Like, these dudes have so much respect and stain in the game. It's incredible to me. I love watching them. They're very dirty, but it's not dirty in a way that's like, oh my God, this is just wrong. This isn't funny. It's very, very well thought out material, and I love it. And I watched this shit three times already. It's great. (laughs) So watch Bumping Mics. It's so damn good. I'm telling you, it really is. David Tell, Jeff Ross, salute to y'all. Um, I've been I've been listening to all I've been listening to both of you for a, a good while now. Um, got David Tell albums, you know what I'm saying? I'm the guy that that downloads comedy albums. Like I have a lot of comedy albums on my phone, and I listen to them and I study them. I really do that shit. Like I'm not joking. <laughs> Next one. Trevor Noah, my man Trevor Noah has a new Netflix special. It's called Patricia's Son, and he killed this stage. He killed it. I forgot what theater he was in, um, but he destroyed it. Trevor Noah is really, really funny. He is. I don't think it's like a thing where people are uh, sleeping on him anymore either because I think they're awake now. For the simple fact, you know, salute to The Daily Show. They got him on there doing his thing. Yo, Trevor Noah is good, man. His set was good. Um, it's funny. It's it's very honest. It's really, re- just watch it, man. Trevor Noah, Patricia's son, watch it. Okay. <coughs> Netflix got another one. Uh... This was called, this was actually uh, it was actually pretty good too, I'm not going to lie to you. It's a Christmas movie, it's super corny, but it was actually really good. It was called The Christmas Chronicles, and I'm not going to lie, I would have saw this movie in the movie theaters. It was good, it's super corny, but it's good, man. Like, watch it with your family, you know, Santa Claus, uh, I think Kurt, I believe Kurt Russell played Santa Claus, it was funny, 
that was fun. Basically, these kids, they uh, they steal Santa's sleigh and Santa has, you know, 24 hours to, uh, you know, deliver everything, all the presents, all the gifts in the world. And they fuck his sleigh up. And now he's stuck somewhere and the kids are with him and he's like, yo, we got to save Christmas. If we don't save Christmas, you know, things are going to be bad and that type of shit. But it wasn't your average Santa movie. That's what I liked about it. It was fun. It was funny. Uh, The little elves, they were funny. The way that they portrayed Santa, he wasn't this fat man. Santa was like, you know, Santa was kind of fly. Santa was kind of dope. You know what I'm saying? It was cool. <clears throat> so check that out. I enjoyed it. Watch it with the kids. I I liked it. It was it was dope. Netflix got another one. Um, this one's actually a cartoon, but it's really really good. It's called Shira, which I did not know that Shira is an original show that came out in 1985. I watched that one too because they threw it up there on Netflix. You know, they threw it up there uh, Netflix just to be like, all right, look. <clears throat> there, th- th- you know, this is this is a remade show, but this this was the original. Show goes like this: Shira is He Man's sister. There you go. That's all you need to know. Shira is dope. Shira is badass. Just watch it. It's pretty cool. The story is pretty cool. It's ten episodes. It's like twenty four minute episodes. They're good. Check it out. VH1, <laughs> VH1, put on Love and Hip Hop again, and I'm mad because I'm watching Love and Hip Hop this season for the simple fact Joe Button. Joe Button's my guy. I'm a Joe Button fan. Always been a Joe Button fan since Pump It Up. Like that's I'm that person. There's probably a few others uh, who are listening to this. They're like you know shrug, shrug, shrugging their shoulders like you know yeah. Joe, you know, if you never heard mood music or mood music too, I don't even feel like talking to you because you can't you can't sit here and be like, ah, Joe Button's this or ah, Joe Button's that. You clearly don't know who the fuck Joe Button is, and Joe Button is still out here making noise. All right, but he was on Love and Hip Hop a few years ago. He's back on, and you know, there's just, it's just it's just cool to see. Uh, the button who I know now, you know, podcast Joe, media Joe. It's really cool to see it. It's dope. But God damn, I can't do reality TV, bro. I can't do it, man. I really can't. Yo, Joel Santana, he is on the show. You know, he's on this season. And this nigga's mouth, he got fake teeth in his mouth. And it's that lean, that lean, you know, them drugs, they fucked his shit up. His teeth were falling out of his mouth. I mean, thank God he has money because he would just be out here with fucking no teeth. Like, it's crazy. But Joel Santana, these teeth, my nigga, they make you sound weird as shit, bro. Like, you sound like you got the ill lisp. It's, it's wild. I can't take it. Safari, I can't take it, my nigga. <coughs> This shit is so, everything is so thought out. Like, this is not even a reality TV show. It's not a reality TV show. This shit is scripted as fuck. And it makes me mad because it's almost like, you know when it's like, okay, action. It's like, okay, this is a scene. 
You know what I mean? Like the way they're talking, the way they're speaking to each other. It's like, are y'all are y'all acting right now? What the fuck is going on? Like this is what what is happening? I can't take it, bro. I can't take it. I'm gonna do my best to keep up with love and hip hop this season for the simple fact of Joe Budden. But man, nigga, I do not like reality TV. I'm really realizing that. I can't take. I, I I don't want to watch this. You know what I'm saying? Like, as I'm watching it, I'm like, I don't give a shit about this. All I care about is Joe Budden and his family. That's all I really care about. That's that like that's it. I don't give a fuck about anybody, especially Safari. This nigga Safari is a true clown. He really is. Safari is a lame man. What a what a clown, bro. Just just wow, man. I can't get over that. Like, you are the worst, Safari. <laughs> oh, my God. You're the worst. All right. Lastly, Netflix, they dropped F is for Family Season 3. This, uh, on uh, they actually dropped it last Friday. Look, man, Bill Burr, one of my favorite comics. He is great on this show. Everybody's great on this show. Justin Long, everybody is wonderful on this show. F is for family. Just watch it. I already finished season three. It's one. It's, it's great. It's great. It's funny. It's real. It's it's just so good. I love a good cartoon. I really do. I really do. And this one is just good. It's just a good cartoon. Period. All right. Let's get into the movies. You know what I mean? I saw three of them. So we're going to do it like this. The Grinch. I went to go see The Grinch. And... What I'm learning about uh, kids, because, you know, I said I was, you know, I was with I was with the lady last week and we went to go see the Grinch. And what I'm learning about kids is kids don't give a shit if you are late to a movie at all. We were super late to the Grinch. I fucked up when we went to the movie theater. I fucked up. I got out the car and I like you know I run in and we're at the movie, you know the movie theater's at the mall so you got to run through the mall to the movie theater you got to run up the escalator you know you got to do all that shit I get up there I get the tickets I get back out and I can't find my lady's car I don't know where it is I thought she was going to stay here but she told me she was going to go park but I don't know where she parked right and I don't have my phone right I left the phone in the car <coughs> The movie starts in 15 minutes. I don't know where the fuck she is. So I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God. I lost her. She's gone. So I run back in the mall because I'm like, maybe she went to the movie theater. Maybe she got the kids out and they walked to the movie theater. So I go I run I go back in the mall. I run back over to the movie theater. I run up the escalator again. Now the escalator is is closed because they're cleaning it. So now I gotta get on the elevator. You know what I'm saying? I gotta go around the corner a little bit more and get on the elevator. I get on the elevator. I get off. I don't see him. I'm like, okay. So I get back on the elevator, I go down, I run, I run through the mall, I run through the food court, I run back out the door, and I'm like, boom, and she's not there, and I'm like, yo, that's it, I don't, I don't, I don't know where she is, I lost her, I don't have my phone, I can't go look for her, I'm, I'm walking up to different cars in the parking lot, and I can't keep doing that too much, because, you know, I'm black, and niggas gonna think I'm 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 trying to steal some shit. I can't be doing that. And I don't know 
Which car is hers? There's so many black SUVs out here. I don't know which SUV is hers, right? So I'm like, look, maybe, maybe they went into the mall and they're looking for me. So I've run back in the mall. I've run back through the food court. And the escalator is still closed because they're still cleaning it. And I'm like, all right, I get back on the elevator. I get on the elevator. I go back up to the movie theater and they're not there. At this point, the movie, uh, the pre the previews easily have started now. I'm like, this is this. I don't I don't know where she is. I'm like, that's it. We're done. We're done. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. We might as well just go home. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck it. And I get back down. I run back outside. And as I'm running back outside, I'm like, oh, shit, maybe that's her. And it wasn't her. And I get back outside. And I'm like, I don't know where this car is. I have no idea where this car is. Mind you, I'm high. I'm high right now. I'm high. I'm freaking out. And that's making it worse. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm so high. I'm high. And I'm just like, oh, my God, bruh. I don't know where the fuck she is. I don't know. I lost her. I lost her. I lost her. I lost the children. They're gone. I don't know where the fuck they went. I have no idea where the fuck they went. Right? I go back in the movie theater. I go back in. I run through the food court. I go back in. You know, escalator still closed. I go back to the elevator. I get on the elevator. I get up. I get out. And I'm like, God damn. I, I give up. So I get back down the elevator and I walk out the door. I'm not running nowhere no more. I'm not doing it. I walk out. As I'm walking, I see her and the kids. They're coming in. And she's like, you know, she's smiling. And she's like, what happened? Like, we were parked. Like, we're like, you didn't see us? I'm like, hell no. I didn't see you. (laughs) Like, what are you talking? I don't know where the fuck you went. I'm like, yo, I thought you came out the car. And you came in the mall and you was looking for me like I like like I don't know. And I'm just like, man, the movie already started. The movie's easy, like 20 minutes in. I'm like, yo, like we're late. Like, fuck it. We're late. Like we like do y'all even still want to go? And she looks at me dead in my face and she's like, they're kids. They don't care. And I'm like, what? (laughs) What do you mean? She's like, they don't care. Like they don't they don't care about none of that. They just they just want to see the movie. Who cares? They're not worried about if it's late, like if it's on time or on like none of that. They don't care about none of that. I'm like, are you sure? Like, are you for real? She's like, watch. Man, we get in there, the movie's like twenty minutes in. I mean, obviously we know I, I know the story of the Grinch. Everybody knows the story of the Grinch, so we're good. And yo, they didn't care. <laughs> children do not care if you go to if we go to a movie we go to a movie 30 40 minutes late they will not give a shit at all they're just like oh yeah the grinch like that's it it was wild to me it blew my mind i'm freaking out and she's just like nah they don't care we're fine so there you go the grinch was good though it was funny i liked the animation um pharrell did the narration uh throughout the movie that was dope so yeah, check out The Grinch. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. I also went to go see Fantastic Beasts, um, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Oh man, this shit was fucking raw, nigga. This shit was raw, bruh. Go see this shit. Yo, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is good, man. Johnny Depp is good. He's a he really is a good actor. I want to see Johnny Depp do more movies like this. 
this shit is great. Like, you know, that Pirates of the Caribbean type shit. Like, this shit, yo, his character, he's Grindelwald. He is ruthless. This nigga's ruthless as hell. Like, this shit was so good, man. What a good movie. I just really enjoyed everything about it. I enjoyed everything about this movie. It was great. It was so good. So go check it out. Um, the special effects, everything was dope. The different beasts in this one, great. Uh, Newt was awesome. Everything is awesome. Harry Potter shit is like X-Men with wizards. It's fucking raw. I don't know how y'all can't like Harry Potter. Shit is dope, yo. And this shit here, this Fantastic Beast, this shit was fucking dope, man. It really was. It was good as shit, for real. I also went to go see Fantastic Beasts with a three-year-old, and I I realized in that moment that you can't take three-year-olds to movies, okay? Not to movies. They don't they don't do movies. You gotta take them to something with animation and or a comic book movie like uh like a Marvel type shit. That's the only. You can't do something like Fantastic Beasts. This boy wasn't paying attention to fantastic beasts at all like he just wasn't he just wasn't he just wasn't he just was not interested in it it wasn't it wasn't interesting him at all and he don't know how to whisper so everything he was saying to me was loud and he's like right next to me and i'm constantly going shh shh the whole movie because he's just so loud he kept playing with the chair you know what I'm saying? Because he's three. So he kept playing with the chair, clicking it out and clicking it back in and clicking it out and clicking it back in. And I'm like, will you sit down? Like, just sit just sit there. Like, just sit there and watch a movie. Like, just sit down and watch a movie. And then he'll sit down. He'll be watching the movie. And then five minutes later, you know, he's throwing his legs up in the air. And then he's like, you know, rolling around in a seat. And he's just like, I got to go to the bathroom. And it's like... Oh my god. This is can can we just watch the movie, my nigga? Can we just watch the movie, bruh? But you know what? He's three. You can't you can't you can't react like that. That's what I'm learning. Cause it doesn't matter to him. He's three. Who cares? <laughs> so what? He's three. You're an adult. So you need to be like, you know, just calm yourself down and just roll with the punches. It, you know, we get back and it's, you know, he's sitting, he's sitting down. Now he's standing up. Now he's walking back and forth in the aisle. Like now he's walking back and forth in front of me. At one point I had to tell this boy, shut up. You know what I'm saying? Because you not whispering. You loud. You loud. Shut up. And he looked at me like I was crazy. And it's like, my bad. I'm not crazy. It's just, I, I'm trying to watch the movie, bro. Like, just watch the movie. You know what I'm saying? It was bugging me out, man. And finally, 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 Creed 2. Of course I saw Creed 2. That's my shit. Of course I saw Creed 2. And you know what? Creed 2 was better than Creed. A lot better. I enjoyed it. And Creed was good. This Creed 2 was dope, man. Michael B. Jordan did his thing with the acting. Of course, it's awesome. Um, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Michael B. Jordan does not sell me as a heavyweight boxer, but it is what it is. Drago, his son, 
is big as shit. This nigga is too damn big, bro. In real life, that nigga not fu- yo Michael B. Jordan. In real life, my nigga, you not beating Drago's son, bro. That nigga's huge. Like, get the fuck out of here. That was a big ass nigga. And the first fight that they had, this nigga fucked him up, and he got disqualified, right? But Creed is the champion, and he gets disqualified in that fight. And uh, what happens is. Creed still has the belt and he's, you know, he's taking, you know, he took time off and shit and he's trying to get his life. Um, and this one, him and, uh, Tessa, they're about to have a baby. They have the baby. Baby was cute. Excuse me. Baby was super cute. Remember, uh, that, um, she has, you know, the she has the hearing loss thing going on. So her baby, their baby came out and their baby was deaf. Uh, you know, they ran different tests. He realized the baby's deaf. Uh, that was very, that was a very real scene, you know, to see Michael B. like that. And he had this talk with Rocky, like, you know, uh, you know, I feel like I failed her, um, you know, like, you know, and Rocky's basically like, yo, you can't feel sorry for her. She don't feel sorry for herself. You gotta, you gotta be there for her. Period. You gotta be there, and you got, you gotta let her know that she's the best. And it was just a very real scene. Very, very good. Very good acting in Creed Two. I enjoyed the acting, and you know the movie as a whole was dope. It really was. It was awesome. So go see it because it was, it was, it was very entertaining. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> a lot so go see it Creed 2 Michael B Sylvester Stallone you already know alright that's it for the spoilers <laughs> I told you man I watched shit this week I, you know I look there was a lot that's all it comes down to it was a lot alright I'm sorry I'm sorry you had, to, you, you had to hear all of it okay so I haven't said all that let's get right into the news alright Meek Mill yeah <clears throat> We'll be talking about Meek Mill later. You already know. You already know. <laughs> Meek Mill will be going on tour. Yup. Titled uh, The Motivation Tour. <clears throat> it will be kicking off um, in Miami on February uh, 19th. And it's going to be uh, going on till March 24th. Yo, man. I'm not even gonna get into it. We're just gonna we're just gonna keep on moving. <laughs> you already know, going through uh, you know the, the the regular cities, the usual cities: Houston, L.A., uh, Denver, Atlanta, <coughs> all that fun stuff. Like I said, we're gonna get into Meek later. I'm not even gonna do it right now. Jordan Peele is uh, producing a sequel to The Candyman, the '90s horror film, The Candyman, and. I don't know about y'all, but I remember the Candyman, and the Candyman was scary as shit. It was scary as shit. The bees and stuff. That shit was bugged. It was bugged. He uh he also brought in um a black woman, um, Naya DaCosta, to direct it. So that's dope. It's gonna be set to release in 2020, and it's gonna be more uh it will be more of a spiritual sequel and uh, returns to the same uh, neighborhood where the first one was at. Except now it that neighborhood's all gentrified and everything. So it's gonna be interesting watching gentrified Chicago get fucked up by the candy man. I'm ready. 
Say Her Name documentary uh, actually came on. Fuck, I missed it. Oh, it comes on today. Okay. Um, uh, documentary about Sandra Bland. Her whole story comes on HBO. It's set to come on tonight. So watch that if you can. Um, 9 p.m. comes on. Everybody needs to watch it. Period. You need. You just. You. You have to watch it. You have to. It's. It's real. You need. You need to check it out. And it's still real out here. So yeah. <coughs> Ava DuVernay. She signs a $100 million deal, uh, multi-year, multi-genre with uh, Warner Brothers TV. So there we go. It's her first pact with any studio, and it starts fresh in January, which is great for her. Uh, The deal offers her the opportunity to sell her shows to everyone, as opposed to being locked into one outlet, which I think is dope. And we can expect more shit like Queen Sugar, because Queen Sugar's dope, yo. Queen Sugar's really fucking good. So, salute to Ava. She's just out here killing, always. <laughs> Yo, you all gotta excuse me, man. I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with my throat and this cough. And it just, nothing's going away, okay? So, just please bear with me. I'm doing my best, alright? I'm doing my best. Catfish will be getting a new host. Uh, they are going to be, it's going to be a different host every episode, basically. So, um, Nick Young and, uh, Slick Woods and, uh, Rashad Jennings, they're going to be host, um, Tallulah Willis is going to be a host and L, uh, L King is going to be a host. And also one of, uh, not one of, uh, Jim Carrey's daughter is going to be on there. So who knows? what they're doing truth be told i have no idea why catfish is still on tv like why why are you still here just for what my nigga what what are you doing here (laughs) why are you still on tv what the fuck is going on crazy 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 uh, Miguel, Miguel is officially married That happened over the weekend Salute to him, him and his wife They seem very happy uh, I'm happy for him uh, Congratulations to that Lee Daniels and Dame Dash They settled their uh, $5 million lawsuit They agreed to drop the uh, the matter And pay for their own Individual uh, lawyer fees So That's all good, I don't know exactly how much was made in that deal and all that, but it's done. <coughs> Takeshi. Oh, this nigga Takeshi. This nigga, man. Excuse me. Oh, my God. All right. His, de- uh, his case keeps going deeper and deeper. Uh, last week, <coughs> as you know, He was arrested for charges, you know, racketeering charges, all that shit. He about to be locked up for a minute. It's going to happen. He's locked up for a minute. That's just what it is. I don't know what the fuck he thought this shit was. Um, He out here playing and the feds don't play. So now you inside for real, for real. Uh, Now a confidential uh, informant and his crew Recorded interactions uh, that will be submitted as evidence. Like, 
your homie literally is recording you like while you speaking like while you talking like that shit is crazy it's wild man like i i i i'm you know i want i want to feel i want to feel <clears throat> sorry for him a little bit but <clears throat> i just i don't i don't i don't care anymore <clears throat> honestly speaking Honestly speaking, I don't care no more. It's just like, look, Takashi, get your shit. You already know what it is. Um, Kim Kardashian says that she was apparently on ecstasy in her sex tape. Who knows why the fuck we're still talking about that. So I'm just going to keep on moving because what the fuck are we talking about that for? <laughs> Tyrese, uh, his ex-wife. This Joe, this woman's wild, Joe. She says living life is a full time job and she will not find a job at all. Like this bitch is wildin'. What the fuck are you talking about? She is working on her book and working on her life and running errands. Right. Now, mind you, they have a court ordered child support deal uh, stating that uh, whatever her name is, Nama, I guess that's how you say it. She has to work. Uh, work toward becoming self-sufficient so i'm not sure why she's out here like nah living is 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 is, is a you know living is a full-time job bitch what are you talking about living is living now go get a job what the, like what what you wild joe you wild you wild you over here working on a book who the fuck is gonna read your book man who are you who are you I'm being serious. Who the fuck is this woman? Do you know who Tyrese's ex-wife is? Do you know? Have you ever seen her? Have you ever been like, oh, Tyrese, yo, his ex-wife, or like, yo, his wife. Have any of us ever done that? Ever? No? No, right? Okay, then. So let's move on. Undercover Brother 2 is reportedly in the works, and uh, this is the shit for me that kind of makes me confused about it um apparently a rep for eddie for eddie griffin says that he will not be involved in the sequel so i'm not sure how undercover brother 2 is gonna work without eddie griffin i don't know what you guys are gonna do there but okay (laughs) i don't know i'm gonna go see it regardless but I'm going to feel some type of way the whole time as I watch it if Eddie Griffin's not in the movie. So you all are going to have to figure that out. I really don't know. All right. Some more, you know, the comedian. Some more. She has a new special coming uh, to Showtime, December 21st. It's going to be called uh, A Queen with a... Uh... Oh, Damn. I can't read my fucking, I can't read my handwriting. It's called, oh shit, damn, why was I writing so fast with, ah, I can't read that shit, but look, this is, anyway, (laughs) anyway, it's her fourth special, and it's gonna be coming on Showtime, and uh, they they, they released a trailer this week, it looks very good, so I'm gonna, obviously I'm gonna watch it, you already know. Donald Glover shared a teaser of his new movie with Rihanna called Guava Island. Shit looks good. 
while on his Pharaohs tour in New Zealand. He shared a quick glimpse of the film. He actually just played the trailer for him. It looks good, man. It looks really good. Fucking Cuba looks amazing. Rihanna looks amazing. Latita Wright is in it. She looks amazing. The movie's gonna be good, man. I just can't wait. The fucking the uh the uh the cinematography, the directing, it looks dope because that's the same fucking you know that's Hero from uh from Atlanta. It's gonna be good, man, for real. Okay, Keenan Ivory Wayans, he's gonna be teaming up. Uh, with Fox for um, a new comedy called Sunny D. It's going to be it's based on a, a, a UK series with the same name. So who knows what's going to happen? I'm sure it's probably going to be good. It's just good to see Keenan Ivy Wayans getting back out there, getting back into the spotlight and doing what he needs to be doing. Netflix will be remaking Matilda, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and the BFG, the big friendly giant. Um, the 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 road the road the road doll story company that's where all these stories come from um they will be extending the universe with exclusive animated series um so all these are going to be animated series and this will all commence come 2019 i'm looking forward to it i like i already love all these movies um so we'll we'll you know we'll make it happen uh it's going to be dope to see them in animation form so that's going to be awesome John Berthal, he teases about The Punisher uh, season two on his Instagram. Um, the first uh, the first tease was a GIF um, and they have wrapped up filming. There's no release date yet. I hope this isn't going to be the last season because, you know, shit's happening left and right out here. Like, I'll just say this right now because I'm talking about this. Daredevil, Daredevil got canceled this week so that is now three shows gone from the marvel universe in uh you know on netflix so excuse me i'm yawning over here no more iron fist no more luke cage and now no more daredevil which is kind of is kind of stupid to me because daredevil season three was good man it was really good and the action was dope, and the story was getting better, it was good, so I'm just hoping that the Punisher is coming on, like, I just want it to, I want it to happen, it needs to happen, I just hope that it's going down, period, all right, um, I'll say this one, I'll say this one before I do the other one, um, Hugh Jackman is going on a world tour, uh, this actually seems all pretty dope to me. Um, he's going to be performing um, the Greatest Showman tracks. And he says this is a dream come true. He will also be performing songs from Les Miserables, uh, Oklahoma, and The Boy from Oz. And that is really fucking dope. It's a it's a one-man show. And it's just him up. It's not going to be just him up there. He's going to be backed by a 26-piece orchestra. And he's going to have about 30 singers and dancers as well. So he's going to be backed, which is dope. But it's cool that, like, this is his show. He wants to do this. And it's like, oh, wow. Like, I re- I, 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 res- I respect you, Jackman. I like him. I like him. I like what he does. I like the fact that he does things like this. That's cool to me. And the co-star, uh, K- 
Keela, or, or, or I guess it's Kayla, uh, Kayla Seto, the girl who played uh, the woman in the movie uh, Greatest Showman with the beard on her face. She's going to be um, going on tour with him. So let's see, man. And he also hints that no two shows will be the same. So that is actually dope as well, because that means you can go see him in another different place. You can go see him over here and you can go see him somewhere else like a month ago, like a month later. And it's not even going to be the same show. I think that's fucking dope. Lastly, we lost another one, man. Fucking lost another legend. Um, SpongeBob SquarePants creator Steven Hillenburg. He has passed away. This man was 57 years old and just a shame, man. Just a shame. Uh, The cause of death was uh, ALS, which he was diagnosed back in March of 2017. So he's been living with it for a while, but still just a shame. Uh, SpongeBob just concluded its 11th season and season 12 is set for 2019 still. But man, what a shame, bro. SpongeBob is a great show still. I don't give a fuck what none of y'all say. Okay? It's still good. <laughs> it's still very good. All right. That's it for the news this week. That's it. That's all of it. And uh, let's get into this right now. So, singles this week. Let's get it. Um. So, we got hot shit and pop shit, dope shit. And R&B shit. A lot of dope shit came out this week. Okay, so the hot shit this week. Let's do it. Travis Scott and Skrillex, they uh, they put out um a sicko mode remix. Very fucking dope. I liked it a lot. Um, Skrillex just he flipped that shit. It's really fucking good. Amine, Amine dropped the reel it in for uh, the remix with Gucci. Oh, this shit is so hot. Just, just go listen to it. Gucci is great. God, I love Gucci. I can't wait for that album this week. I can't wait. Smoke Dizza. Smoke Dizza dropped a few this week. But this one, for me, I put it in the hot section. It was, uh, It's called Energy. Very fucking dope. Very fuck. Uh, Smoke Dizza's good. That's all you need to know. J-Rock, he dropped a song called Shit Real featuring T Grizzly. Super hot. Like, play that in the car. Super fucking dope. I really like that one. Vic Mensa. Vic Mensa dropped Dark Things. Um, I put it in the hot section. Um, but I'm going to be real with you right now, Vic Mensa. This song that you made, this sounds like Triple X, man. This sounds like XXS Tentacion. All the whole, the, the entire song. And it's it's confusing me because... What are you trying to do, my guy? What are you doing? Vic Mensa, this is why niggas don't listen to you, bro. We don't know what you're doing. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Do you want to make this music? Cool. Do you not want to make this music? Cool. But my thing is, you better figure that shit out. Because all your songs, they're all different. And none of them are like, oh, I like that one. Yeah, I fuck with that one. Not one of them are are, are, are good. They're all just all over the place. We don't know your direction, bro. This song literally sounds like Triple X. It's It was like kind of weird. You know what I mean? 
from everything. The melody, everything was just, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? <laughs> Don't know. Uh, ASAP Rocky, he dropped Sundress. Actually a really good song. I enjoyed that. And lastly for this section, Gucci Mane. Gucci! He dropped Bipolar featuring Quavo. That will be on his album, which drops on Friday. I cannot wait. Pop shit this week. Um, Bangers. Bangers dropped a song called Real Thing. Really fucking good. That shit bangs as well. Mark Ronson dropped a song called uh, Nothing Breaks Like a Heart featuring Miley Cyrus. Not gonna lie to you, Miley Cyrus did a thing on this song. I, I, I like the song. Maybe others won't, but I like this song. Lastly, uh, we're gonna talk about this one too. Lastly, we have, uh, we got my man Zane. My man Zane put out a song called Rainberry. Song is dope. Really fucking dope. So it made me start to think, well, what the fuck is Zane? Is he coming out with an album? Like, what's going on? Because he's dropped now seven different songs. What's going on here? Rainberry is really fucking good. It's the best song that he's dropped uh, out of all seven of these songs. It's the best one. So I looked up his album. I looked it up because I'm a Zane fan. So I looked up the album. Yo, Zane, why the fuck are you having an album? Your next album is 27 tracks. Why? Why, my nigga? 27 songs? Now, this is what confuses me and this is what scares me about that. Out of these seven songs that you have dropped, the best one is Rainberry. The best one is Rainberry. The song Let Me is okay. Sour Diesel is not good, all right? It's not good. Entertainer is okay. No Candle, No Light, it's cool. Nicki Minaj is on there. I get it, whatever, it's cool. Fingers is okay. Too Much featuring Timbaland, it's okay. So you about to give us 27 songs of shit that's just okay or not good? You can't do that, bro. I think you need to figure that one out. 27 songs is a lot of songs. And out of these seven, I only fuck with two of them. That's two out of five, my nigga. That's bad. Well, two out of seven. That's bad, bruh. That's that's not good. That's not good. You about to make a, you about to drop a whole album of twenty seven songs, and it's like, nigga, nobody's gonna listen to that. <clears throat> I don't I don't even want to hear the album anymore. After after seeing that track list, I'm like, why the fuck is there twenty seven songs here? Why, if you're giving us mediocre shit right now? That means this album is going to be 27 songs of mediocrity. That's not good, bro. That's not a good record. So I feel like somebody need to figure that out over there. That's not good. I'm sorry. And I'm a fan of you, Zane. But that shit, 27 songs is too many. I'm sorry. I'm still I'm still not off Chris Brown giving us fucking 45 fucking songs. Okay. And that album was just okay, all right? I get that it went platinum. I get all that. I get that it did all this. I get it. But guess what, guys? 45 fucking songs is too many damn songs, okay? 
It's too fucking many. I'm sorry. And not only that, the music was just okay. Period. Dope shit this week. Smoke Dizza again, like I said. Smoke Dizza got uh, this song, which was my favorite. It's called Fiscal Thoughts. Um, featuring Wale, Phil Day, they both ripped it. Very, very good. Smoke Dizzle also dropped Get You Some, featuring Buddy, which is... Yo, Smoke Dizzle about to come with some heat. Y'all better get ready. Smoke Dizzle about to come with that heat, man. Chance the Rapper, he dropped two songs this week. They were both actually very good. Uh, The Man Who Has Everything, very good. And then My Own Thing, dope. Um... Saba dropped Excited, super fucking dope song. I can't wait for Saba's next project. Oh, man, nigga, Saba is so good. Saba's so underrated. Like, please give Saba a listen. Um, Lastly, for this section, my man Big Crit. We all need to be prepared for Big Crit. Big Crit is about to come with some fucking heat. His next album is going to be heat. Both of these songs he dropped this week, Learn From Texas and my other one, which will be um, part of my versus, uh, you know, favorite song, you know, song of the week type shit. This song, Pick Yourself Up, is so good. Pick yourself up. Pick yourself up. Don't nobody want to help no broke ass nigga, no broke ass bitch. That shit is good, man. It's good. And then Learn From Texas is just so good. Like straight, like fucking... Like Houston, like, ugh, it's so good. Just listen to it. Lastly, for R&B, um, the producer, uh, S-T-W-O, I don't know how to say that. I guess it's Stwo, uh, who knows. Um, Your World, uh, You, World, or Myself, that's the name of the song, featuring Roy Woods. It was good, and that is that for the singles this week. All right. Videos this week. You already know we got watch this and skip that. Just just skip that. <laughs> skip that. All right. Arsenal went up uh to the Funk Flex uh Funk Flex up in Hot Night 7. Did a Funk Flex freestyle, killed it. He 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 bodied that shit. Take off, dropped the video for Casper. Actually a cool video, so check that out. I enjoyed that. Apollo Brown and Joel Ortiz, they dropped Grace of God, dope video, and also, that album is still in, um, it's just, it's it's still in heavy rotation, so please, yes, 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 get that, get that popping. Um, Ariana Grande dropped Thank You Next. Uh, the video is full of fucking cameos, um, refer- you know, is referencing uh, Mean Girls and shit like that. It's good, it's good, so check it out. I enjoyed it, it was good. Um, Chris Jenner, she comes in at the end of the video. I didn't really like that part so much. And she's just, ah, uh, she's just the worst. I don't like her. Anyway, <laughs> Travis Scott, he dropped Yosemite video. That shit is fucking cool. Check it out. I like that one. And lastly, Emilio Rojas, he dropped um, New to New York. Video's cool. All his videos have a story to them. All his songs have a story to them. So, Check it out. You'll like that. Okay, skip that this week. Young Thug dropped the Chanel video featuring Gunna, Lil Baby. This is a regular video. I'm fine with that. ASAP Rocky, he dropped Guns and Butter video. 
just, you know, okay, cool. I like it. Cool. All right. And then Nicki Minaj, she dropped the good for a remix video and okay, great ass everywhere. Wayne, cool ass everywhere. Nothing's happening. Ass everywhere. That's no, don't get me wrong. Ass is great. But if I'm going to watch a video, I want to be entertained by more than just ass sometimes, okay? So, Nikki, get out of my face, all right? That's it. Lastly, Eminem. Hold on. Let me let me, let me me get this cough out. Oh, my God. Eminem dropped an 11-minute freestyle video this week that was very equivalent to his BET Cyphers video that he did last year or whenever he I don't I don't care when he did it at this point um so he goes back to the shelter in this video and he opens up the video he's all like you know freestyles uh you know freestyling you know, battle rap is, you know, you gotta, you gotta obliterate your opponent, and he's saying all this deep shit, and then he starts the video, and it's just him freestyling, he's not battling anybody, he's not doing anything, he's just freestyling, now, I watched two minutes, I gave myself two minutes of this video, um, I understand what's happening. I fast forwarded through the rest of the video. It's literally just him standing there giving us bars. Yeah, great. Why? Why? Eminem, I don't care, bro. That's what it comes down to. I don't care. And niggas, I don't I don't I don't understand how I can be like, yo. Why would you, why, like, why is this video here? What's the point of this video? And niggas call it hate. I'm not hating. Nigga, why is this video here? I'm asking you. Do you know? Oh, it's just a flex. A flex for what? A flex for who? I don't give a shit, bro. Why, Eminem? Why? You already gave us that kamikaze shit. Yeah, great. Why on earth? Are we watching this 11-minute freestyle video with you just rapping, giving us bars and all this technical shit? Yeah, great. Who gives a fuck, bro? Who cares? Who cares? Who on earth is listening to this podcast right now that watched all 11 minutes of this freestyle and you were just blown away from it? You were just like, oh, my God, this guy, Eminem, he's just, he truly is the best of all time, blah, blah, blah. No, nigga, I don't care. I don't care, bro. I don't care. And when I get into these albums, which I'm about to get into right now, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a read the verse of the week. I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to read you the best rapper of all time. I'm going to read you that motherfucker because I don't care about this Eminem shit. I don't give a shit. I don't like the fact that you talked all this stupid shit about battle rap. You know, this is where I came from and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And you got to obliterate your opponent at any given moment and any given time. And then you start the fucking video and you ain't battling nobody, bro. You're just sitting there freestyling by yourself. I don't care. This is not entertaining to me. I'm just watching you rap. That's fun. That's great. Why? 
Why, Eminem? Why? Are we supposed to care? Do you care? As in, like, the listeners, like, listeners listening right now. Do you care? Like, do like really ask yourself, do you care? Were you sitting at home? Were you like, damn, man, where's Eminem been? How's he doing? I wonder if he's going to drop some new music. You weren't, right? You weren't. So then what the fuck is this video here for? For a flex? Okay, cool. Flexing for what? The fuck are you flexing for? I don't care. We don't care. I'm telling you right now, I'm letting you know right now. Eminem, hip-hop heads, like real hip-hop heads, like myself, my boy Pat, what up? My boy Antmo, what up? My boy Dallas, what up? My nigga Rich, what up? You already know what it is. We don't care, bro. Hip-hop heads do not give a shit about you, Eminem. We're not sitting at home like, damn, just listening to Eminem. Nigga, we don't care. We don't. Okay? Your albums go like this. Slim Shady LP. Great. Marshall Mathers LP. Classic. Eminem Show. Great. That's all we needed. Everything else after that is trash. Still. It's still trash. If I'm making you mad, then skip this part of the podcast. I don't give a fuck, man. Eminem is trash. All right? I'm not saying that him as a rapper, he's trash, but that music that he's been coming out with since fucking Eminem show, which was what, 2003, it's all fucking trash. All of it. All of it. Kamikaze's good, okay? I get it. Kamikaze's good. We get it. That energy on there is too much for me, personally. I don't want to listen to all that anger. That angry shit is just like, nah, I don't want that. We already get enough of that from fucking, you know... Excuse me, from the president and everybody else that's in his fucking camp on TV every day. We already get all that hate and anger from that. Eminem, my nigga. What on earth is the point of this fucking 11 minute? 11 minutes, my nigga? Who the fuck has 11 minutes, bro? Why? Why? I really want to know who sat down and watched all 11 minutes because I didn't. I didn't. Antmo, Dallas, maybe y'all did. I didn't. Okay? I tried to watch it with Pat. I couldn't. And then I gave it another chance when I got home and I gave it two minutes. And I was about that was about as much as I could do. Because I didn't care. And the bars were just they were just regular. Like why are we hyping this shit? It was regular shit. Okay? Regular shit. Shit, you know what, let me get in these albums So I can get to talking about this Meek album So I can give you some real fucking bars over here Alright, because Jay-Z is God And that's just what it is, okay Jay-Z is Hova And that's all you need to know, alright Let's get in these albums, albums this week You already know what it is We got Suburban Cool, Suburban Raw Suburban Dope Let's get it, alright Trey Songs dropped two albums this week one was 11. The other one is called 28. The uh, the album that's called 11, it is the R&B shit. And then you got Trey Songs 28. Um, It's like the rapping shit. Now, here's the thing. Trey Songs, you are not growing as an artist at all. These albums are so fucking regular. I don't give a shit about them. I don't care. You aren't singing about anything new. 
You ain't rapping about anything new. Why on earth should I continue to keep listening to you? Why? Why? They're cool. Fine. But who cares? Trey Songs, are you ever going to grow as an artist? Because this music is all the same still. Just with different fucking titles. This is dumb, my nigga. Figure that shit out, bro. For real. What the fuck, man? That shit is not good. I don't give a fuck what any of y'all say. That shit is not good. That Trey Song shit, 11 is boring. It's literally, it's the same shit. And 28, who gives a fuck, bro? Like, so what, man? Alright, the Diplomats, the Diplomats, they dropped Diplomatic Ties, and it's cool. I liked it, Um, I wanted it to be longer, for sure. It was only nine songs, I was like, why the fuck is there only nine songs here? But, okay, I guess. Um, I just thought it, I just thought it could be better, personally. The beats were dope, um, you know, production was cool, but I thought it could be better. I really did. I thought it was going to be better. I thought it was going to be more songs. I thought it was going to be a full album. Nine songs? Nigga, there's only it's, there's 33 minutes of song? Come on, bro. Come on, man. Give us at least 13 songs. Like, what the fuck? Nine songs? Come on, man. It's fucking four of you. Come on. What the? Like, come on, bro. On God was a good song. With Belly. I like that one. I do like the song with Tory Lanez. I like that one. I like the song that you did with the locks. I like that one. Everything else is just like, ah, to me. That's just, that's, that's, to me, it's just like, ah. Because what the fuck, bro? Like, nigga, Diplomats used to give us full-blown albums. Like, you know, double-disc albums and like diplomatic immunity was two fucking disc and the first disc alone was 15 songs and then the second disc was 12 songs then you came out with diplomatic immunity 2 and you know what you gave us 17 songs like what and then the album you did after that um whatever i forgot the i forgot the name of it i didn't i didn't really listen to it that much but that one was about 15 songs as well and now, here you guys are, fresh, new, older, all that, and you give us nine songs, bro? Nine? Of just like, eh, music? Really? Come on, yo. Get it together, man. I don't have time for that shit. What the fuck, bro? Like, give us some real fucking shit. Give us some music, man. What the hell? I would have rather you do this because J.R. Ryder and Hellrell and 40 Cal, they also dropped a uh, an EP or a mixtape, I guess I, uh, I should call it. And that shit was, um, it's called The Upstage. And that shit is eight songs. So why didn't you all just put this all together and then call the whole thing Diplomatic Ties? And now we have 17 songs. Rather than nine songs for y'all and eight songs for them. What the fuck, bro? And don't get me wrong. Hell Rel was rapping. J.R. Wright is rapping. 40 Kyle is rapping. 
They're good. It's good. But I don't care. I don't care. I wish you all would have put this shit together as one whole project. I mean, is J are J.R. Ryder and Hellrell and 40, are they even still part of Diplomats? Like, what's happening there? <clears throat> because the song No Reunion still has me kind of stuck. Like, what's going on there? I just want to know what's happening with y'all. I don't know. Um, anyway. <coughs> problem. Problem dropped S2. And it's good. It's cool. Um, it's just, it's just, it's regular. I listened to it and I was like, all right, I get it. But it wasn't like, oh man, like, we'll play this again. Like, nah, it's, 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 it's fine. And lastly for this section, Earl Sweatshirt. Earl Sweatshirt dropped an album this week. The album is called Some Rap Songs. There is 15 songs on this album. This album is 25 minutes long. If you ask me, that doesn't add up. It just doesn't. How are you going to give us 15 songs and then it's all all together, when you listen to it as a whole, it's 25 minutes. That, to me, literally sounds like the title. This is some rap songs. And these songs, what the fuck are these songs? By the time I got to, to song six, I said out loud, no bullshit, I said out loud to myself, I said, what the fuck am I listening to? I have no idea what the fuck you're doing here, Earl. What I do know is this. You are depressed. You are depressed. You are in a weird state right now. You're mental. And you don't need to be making music, my nigga. This album is trash. I'm telling you that straight up. This album is not good. It's literally some rap songs. And it's so mediocre. And it's boring. And it's lazy. It's super, super lazy. The music's lazy. Your flow is lazy. The production's lazy. What on earth were you doing, Earl? Are you okay? If you're not okay, and like really ask yourself this. Like really ask yourself. If you ask yourself, am I okay? And you say, I don't know. Guess what? You don't need to be making music, bro. You don't. It's been like three years since the last time you dropped something, right? Give or take about three years. Let me make sure so I'm not I'm not saying the wrong thing. Um, this album, man, it just didn't it didn't do nothing for me, bro. It did nothing. Yeah, it's been three years since your album. Uh, I don't like shit. I don't go outside. That was the album that you had three years ago, and the album before that was uh, and mind you, this album. And this shit was 10 songs in 30 minutes. Like, nigga. And then the album before that was was two years before that. That was Doris, which is still your best album. Doris is still your best. But, nigga. This shit, some rap songs, it's not good, man. It's not. It's really not. I don't like it. I don't like this shit at all. And I go outside, my nigga. I don't like this shit. This shit is not good. It's lazy. And I would like you to just not make music right now. I would like you to go take a chill pill and go get your life. 
Same thing I want Kanye West to do because that nigga wildin' as well. I don't want you niggas to make music. I want y'all to go get your fucking mental health in order, bro. Go get that shit in order, man. This music is not this is not this is not good shit. Earl, this 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 album's bad. Alright? This album is bad, Earl. And that's real. And if you don't agree with me, that's fine. But what I'll say to that is, then I guess you didn't listen because I listened. And literally, what the fuck am I listening to? What am I listening to? Do you know? If you like this album, then tell me why you like it. Because I don't like it. And I told you why I don't like it. But if you liked it, then tell me why. And like really give me a reason why. Because this shit is trash. It's so lazy. This is lazy music. Period. It's not even aware. Like this shit is bad. It's just bad. He's just he's just saying words. I don't give a like what? Come on, man. All right. <sighs> Suburban Raw this week. My man uh 69, he dropped Dummy Boy. It's uh, you know, it's raw, it's there. Um kind of melodic. Uh I'm not going to lie to you. I don't like it. I, I, I don't like it I don't like the song that he did with Kanye And he got two on there with Kanye I don't like them I don't like them I'm sorry I know you're probably like You know if, you, if, you, if you're a fan Or if you really you know if you fuck with 6 9 music You're probably like ah oh, come on Or ah oh, nigga you tripping Alright then I'm tripping then I don't like it That's just me um, the committee sounds, that's the name of the group. They, uh, dropped an EP called it takes a village and that shit is dope. They're from the, they're from the West coast. It's like hip hop and R and B meshed together. It's very good. Check that out. Benny, Benny dropped Tana talk three. That shit is raw. I'm telling you, man, them Buffalo niggas, bruh. And it's getting cold outside too. This is their time. They love this shit. They love this cold weather. They love that. They love that 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 hoodie that hoodie weather. They love that fucking that you know put on a bubble coat, go rob somebody weather. They like that shit, man. Yo, Benny was talking that shit throughout this entire album. That's all you need to know. Uh, my nigga Stephen James, he dropped an album called Nights Like EP, and it's an EP, obviously four songs, um, R and B shit. And this shit is super raw, my nigga. Like, yo, you really, you, 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 you real, you real blatant with saying you trying to fuck, basically. My God. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, lastly, Key and Kenny Beats. Yo, Kenny. That nigga, Kenny, bro. My God. Uh, they dropped the 777 Deluxe EP. Five songs. Still bang. <laughs> Still bang. It's, it's, it's good. Because 777 was already good. But to add five more songs on top of that, golly, I'm telling you, just good shit, bruh. Just good, good shit. Okay. Suburban Dope this week. Let's get into it, shall we? We shall. Okay. Black Thought. Black Thought dropped Streams of Thought Volume 2. And Black Thought is 
the he's he yo Black Thought might be in some in some people's top tens, like for real. This nigga Black Thought is so good. It doesn't make sense how good he is. Like, why is he this good? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one thing to be good. But this nigga Black Thought is on a whole nother fucking island. This shit is amazing. And then Salam Remy destroyed these beats. He destroyed them. Now, what I love about this EP is this. The first EP he did with Ninth Wonder, it was five songs. This EP, he added four more, so it's nine songs. It is great. There's, 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 there's only I'm a, I'm a, I'm a count them right now. Matter of fact, it's one, two, three, four, five, six songs are like straight up songs. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, great concept. Um, he got Tish Hyman on here. She she killed it. She does her thing. Um, Reek Ruffin's on here. He did his thing. Um, they're all great. The beats are great, like real dark sometimes. It's just so good. The music's so good. The middle of this album is where I really like this album. The middle of this album is where he's just flexing. He's flexing. Um, he got four, five, six. Um, History Unfolds. How to Hold a Chopper, and then you got The New Grit, and The New Grit's my favorite. These songs are like a minute, 30 seconds long, and he's just getting bars off, and it's 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 amazing, because it's, it's one of them things like, that's his, that's his flex moment, you know what I mean? Like, he's, he's, he's hitting it, you know, he's hitting us with this shit. He opens up the album with Fentanyl, great. Then he goes into soundtrack to Confusion, which is another great song. Then you get to uh, Get Outline, which is a dope-ass song. And then he's like, yo, I want to rap for these niggas. And then four, five, six, he's just really fucking rapping. And it's so good. Just go listen to this EP, like, now. It's that good. For real, though. It's so, so good. Like, I can't get over how good it is because I'm still listening to it and I'm just like blown away every time I listen to it and I'm trying to figure out what he's what he's cooking up are you going to give us another EP and then you're going to give us an album or are you just going to give us an album and if so if you give us another EP who's going to produce that one now, what I think is this, what I think is this, I have two producers in mind that I think are going to produce this EP if he gives us another EP. And if he doesn't, he's going to give us an album. And I still think that these two producers or one of these producers will produce something or some or some things on that album. First stream of thought, you gave us Ninth Wonder Beats. Wonderful. Uh, Ninth Wonder still my in my top five for producers of all time. That's that's just a personal for me. That's personal. Um, then you give us this one, Streams of Thought, Volume Two. You give us Salam Remy beats. Salam Remy killed these beats. You know what I'm saying? The live jet, you know, the jazz in there. It was is very good, very very good. What I think is this, that third one, that third EP. He gonna have DJ Premier fucking produce that shit. He gonna have Premier produce it, and or and or Pete Rock. 
Now, if I'm on to something, if I'm on to something with that, tell me I'm on to something. What I think is this. I'm on to something. I might be right. And if I'm not right, then I'm not right. But what I'm saying is I think that's what he's going to do. I think that's that's the that's the direction he's going to take is with that. But we'll see. All right. Alessia Cara, she dropped her album. Um, it's called The Pains of Growing Up. Uh, the Pains of Growing. I'm about to say The Pains of Growing Up. The Pains of Growing. It's really, really good, man. She is good. She is still young. She's still growing out here. But she's she she can sing. And, man, she has such a great voice. This album is really great. Um, It's been, what? Three years since uh, the Know It All album, her you know her uh, her debut. So it's cool to hear her um, on here. I think she's still going through shit, hence why the album's called "The Pains of Growing." She's still you know getting over boys and stuff like that. Uh, there's a few uh, there's a few songs on here that like almost get you a little bit. Like damn, yo, I really hope she's good. I want to give her a hug for sure. My God, like damn. But you know what? I tell you what. Her pain sounds amazing. It really does. Her pain is beautiful. She's this is a great album. Like through and through, it's a great fucking album. It really is. So give her a a real listen cuz she deserves it. She's good. Just straight like that. She's very good. Okay, new shit. This guy, never heard of him before, but I found him. My well, salute to the plug. You already know. Um Samo, I think that's what his name is, Samo. He dropped an album called Mixin' Wave. Uh, yeah, I guess that's what it is, Mixin' Wave. This shit, R&B, it is really, really good. Like, oh, shit good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the guy can sing, like, really sing. The song Yonder on here, nigga. That's the one that caught me. I was like, whoa. Then there's uh, 39 Weeks. That shit's good. The song called God is Good. Control. Triple X. Uh, Let You Go. There's a lot of songs on this album. It's 14 songs. I like, I like, I really like fucking 11 of them for sure. I can do without thir- uh, three of them. But 11 of them? Woo wee. I'm fucking with them heavy. It's very good. So check that out. It's it's a great album. Just check it out. Okay, I don't know which I don't know which one to go at first. I don't know which one because they're both so good. I don't know what I don't know where to go. I don't know where to go first. I guess we'll go we'll go we'll go we'll go here first. We'll go here first. Jiddy Jid J I D my nigga J I D J I D dropped DiCaprio two, and this shit is great it is great like jid is here type shit jid is ready jid is a star and jid needs to be heard period from everybody the never story was one thing that was his album he dropped last year that's one thing this is the album where i can tell that j cole sat down with him and was like, yo, you're on to something with that sound you were doing. Let's really figure out that sound. Let's find you some producers to get you in there. And let's hone this shit. 
And that is exactly what J.I.D. did. This entire album, that is what he did. He's just flexing on all of us. He's really rapping on this entire album. Every single song, he is rapping. It's great, bro. It's so great to hear. It's so, 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 so refreshing. It's so good. Not, and on top of that, he had DJ Drama narrating this entire fucking album. Therefore, what? This album is a Gangsta Grills, which I did not know. And Gangsta Grills is that shit I didn't know. This shit is so good. From the opening to the to the end. It shit is amazing. There's only one song on this album that I'm like, I can do without that one. Then not even I can do without it. It just doesn't fit on the album. I wouldn't say the song is bad. It's just it's okay. You know what I'm saying? I'ma get into it right now. So he opens up the song, you know, he opens up the album with, you know, just frequency change, just a, you know, a simple, you know, we're here with, you know, at the concert with J.I.D. and blah, 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 that type of thing. Then they get into it and off rip on Slick Talk, off rip, he is murdering. He's murdering. He's rapping. He's switching up his flow. It's so unorthodox. It's crazy. He just doesn't stop. He just keeps going and going and going and going and going and going. It's crazy. Just rapping, right? Rapping his ass off. Then you get to Westbrook, Westbrook featuring ASAP Ferg and Ferg doing the chant in the back to who, 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 who he didn't even Ferg didn't even have a verse. Ferg didn't do a hook. Ferg didn't do nothing. All Ferg did on this song was go who, 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 who. And it sounded so good. It makes the song so full. And again, this nigga J.I.D. is rapping on this song. And Westbrook is a really, that's that's like the banger. You know what I'm saying? That's like the bang. Oh, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. ASAP Ferg did do the hook. I done came up. Ooh, I done came up. Yeah, that's ASAP Ferg doing that hook. But other than that, this nigga is rapping. Like, he's rapping. So now we get into off D's, which is, this is the flex. This is this is where the flex starts coming in. Um, as you know, Off D's features J. Cole. Now, what's dope about this song, Off D's, is this. J.I.D. made J. Cole keep up with him. You know what I'm saying? But this is what's so dope about J. Cole. Because J. Cole can keep up with anybody. But that's why this is great, because... J.I.D. Cole made J.I.D. step his game up, which Cole was then like, oh, shit. Well, let me step my game up. You know what I'm saying? Like J.I.D. comes on that song hot. Like he comes on that motherfucker hot. You know what I'm saying? Like really fucking rapping, really spitting fast, like bars, dense. It's great. And then J. Cole comes on there and he is keeping up with J with J.I.D. And it's like, yo, this nigga J this nigga J. Cole is a beast for real. Like you keeping up with this nigga. But that's what's so dope about J. Cole. That's what's so dope about him is when he features on a song, he wants to go into your world. He doesn't want you to be like, yeah, I'm I'm a feature on a song. I'm a do, you know, I'm a do my thing on your song. No, he wants to hear what you are bringing out here and we're going to go into your world. And that's exactly what he did on this song. He told JID, 
this is your song. I'm going to be featured on here. However you're coming on this shit, I'm coming into your world. I have to adapt to you. I have to adapt to what you're bringing out here. I have to do that as an artist myself. It's great, man. It's great. That's exactly what he did with Moneybag Yo. Because who would have thought Moneybag Yo and J. Cole would be doing a song together? Who knew? But guess what? When he came on that shit with Moneybag Yo, nigga. He went into Moneybag's world. And he told Moneybag that shit. Nah, man. I want to go into your world. I want to see, I want to I want to do what you do. I want to do that. I need to blend and adapt with you. That shit is great. That's what makes a real fucking artist. And J. Cole destroyed that shit. Then from there, we go into 151 Rum, which is a fucking crazy song. Still, this shit is still crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I can't get over 151. It's nuts. Then from there... We go to Off the Zoinkies, and Off the Zoinkies is, oh my God, this shit is dummy. It's so crazy. Oh my God. Oh my God. The bars on this fucking album are just, I can't get over them. The flow, I can't get over this album. I can't. I'm still playing it. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Off the Zoinkies is stupid. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Then from off the Zoinkies, we get into the turn down part of the album. He comes in fucking hot. He comes in hot, my nigga. He's coming in, giving us bars, giving us fucking energy. He's coming in. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. I'm ready. I'm trying to show you motherfuckers I'm rapping, right? Then we go into Working Out. Working Out is a great great song the piano in this song fucking beautiful the beat beautiful his his uh he's singing on this joint you know real melodic it's very very good but still again rapping rapping good too now this is the song for me that i'm like i don't need this one here it just simply doesn't fit on the album and mind you this is the turn down part of the album so you need something to uh level out this this working out that you just put out this you know this working out is great we just we just listened to it it's amazing now we get into tired we get into tired featuring black and LMA and this song honestly is tired it's a tired song that's just what it is it's not a bad song it just doesn't fit on this album it should not have gone on this album and I really do mean that it didn't have to be here it didn't have to be on this album at all like why you know what I'm saying why you got this on here but it was here uh black did his thing I understand why he put black on here because black is uh you know black is from Atlanta as well and East, uh, East Atlanta Love Letter is still a great album. It kind of has the sound that JID is is doing. It's a good it's a good song, but it doesn't it doesn't fit the album. It doesn't fit the album at all. And Ella May doesn't fit on the song. That's the thing I had. That's the problem I had with her is Ella May didn't need to be on a song. I think if this song was 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 JID in black, I think it'd be okay. I still think it wouldn't fit on the album. 
That's real, but I also think it'd be okay. LMA just doesn't need to be here. I'm just, I'm just being honest. She doesn't need to be on this song. It, it doesn't need to happen. But after that song, after that, we go into Scrawberries. And Scrawberries features BJ the Chicago Kid. And it's a great fucking song. You know what I'm saying? All about, like, women. And it's just a good song, man. Then from there, we get into yet another flex. We get into Method Man and Jay, uh, and Joey Badass on a song called Hotbox. Shit is crazy. Method Man gave us crazy bars. It's stupid. Then we get into more flexing of the bars with just J.I.D. just rapping. And this song's called Mount Up. Uh, Mount It Up. Crazy song. One of the craziest songs on the album. Then we get into my favorite, which is called Just the Other Day. And that shit is fucking, that's a banger right there. That's a banger. And then the last song on here is called Despacito 2. And it's just crazy. And then you got Hasta Luego, which is just uh, not, a, not, a, not, a, not a throwaway. It's just a bonus track. And it's just as fucking good. Every single song on this album, everything on this, on this album is good. Like, wow. It's just, just wow. Like, go li- if you haven't listened to it, go do that. Period. Just go do it. Go do it right now. It's very good. Like, for real. <laughs> for real, man. J.I.D. killed that album. The entire album, he killed it. Okay. Now, we can get into it. Meek Mill. Meek Mill. First things first. Let's give, uh, let me go ahead and give Meek Mill um, a nice, solid uh, hand clap. Because Meek Mill, he deserves a hand clap. That's that's real. He He, he deserves it. For real. So... Let's give Meek Mill a hand clap. Meek Mill, nigga. <laughs> nigga. This nigga dropped championships. Um championships uh album this week and wow meek mill i'm blown away man i didn't know you know what meek you deserve an album like this dude you deserve this album you deserve a well put together album like this meek mill not supposed to be here right now guys you feel me they were trying to put that nigga under the jail man they're trying to put him under the jail Still, it's crazy. Like, the system is crazy. But let's look at Meek's career, though. Like, I'm talking when he just got on. You know what I'm saying? Dreams and Nightmares was dope. It was dope. It's still dope. It still hits. Still very good. It's great. Um, Dreams and Nightmares comes out. Boom. And Meek is out here ripping and running, doing his thing, living life, getting this money, Careers, you know, skyrocketing. He's doing his thing. He's killing it. He's Meek Mill. Then we get into, um, you know, we get, you know, Dream Chasers, Dream Chasers 2 and Dream Chasers 3. And um, that shit is still all very good. All of it. All of it's still good. But he didn't have like that. He doesn't have that win yet. You know what I mean? Then we get into Dreams Worth More Than Money. 
And that's where shit started getting interesting for Meek Mill. Now, he was already getting locked up a little bit here and there before 2015. But 2015 was when shit changed for Meek because he got into the beef with Drake. And then Drake destroyed this nigga. I mean, you know, let's keep it real. He 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 gave that back to back and that back to back was stupid. It was stupid. And niggas is like, yo, Meek, you know, they still trying to like brush Meek off like he ain't shit and, you know, ah, oh, nah, like, you know, this nigga, whatever, like, you know, whatever type thing. And Meek was still out here doing his thing, still making music, still, still, st- still going, still grinding, still getting into trouble with, you know, legal trouble and whatever have you. But he was still doing his thing, but he never had like, a real win and then you know he dating started dating Nicki Minaj you know what I'm saying niggas started clowning him because he was the guy that was opening for Nicki Minaj on her tour and he and he was just like like what the fuck so now niggas is clowning him about that all oh, you know what I'm saying you got your bitch your bitch is opening you you know you're not even you're not even a headliner you're not even this like all that type of shit. It's like, word, bruh. And then he just, and then he breaks up with Nikki. You know what I'm saying? Breaks up with her. Um, gets locked up again. Like, just hasn't got a win. Hasn't gotten a true win at all. You know what I'm saying? Even his album last year, Wins and Losses, nobody listened to it. I did. I liked it. I still listen to it. I still like it. But not a lot of people listen to it. And Meek not kind of went under the radar but like niggas were just kind of like ah i don't you know meek is you know meek is cool meek is meek and then he gets into his legal trouble um this year and he's not supposed to be here like they were trying to put this nigga under the jail but lawyers everybody fought for this nigga they fought and they got him out of there and he got out of there and he made this album and championships is the perfect name for this album it is the perfect name because that is what this is it's almost like it's almost like meek is now here like he's here now you know what i'm saying like what he's talking about in this album um it's like he finally understands his role he finally understands that he is supposed to you know Help these young boys out on the streets, you know, really put them on game and tell them about this shit. Tell them about this life. This shit is not this is not worth it. You know what I'm saying? Don't do it. You know what I mean? You can strive. You can be better than this. And the album is so well put together. Oh, man. And it's 19 songs. It's 19 songs and one through 19 1 through 19, my nigga, are great songs. For real, for real, for real. Like, wow, bruh. Wow. Wow. For real, Meek, my nigga. The intro alone on this shit. The samples on this fucking album. Oh, my God. You got Phil Collins to clear that fucking Aaron Knight sample. He opened up this intro 
to this album with the air and night the 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 sample and it's like oh my god this shit is crazy bro this is crazy then you get into trauma crazy then we get into uptown vibes which me and my nigga antmo i know i know i know that nigga antmo was in his room hitting a little salsa you know what i'm saying doing a little salsa dance real quick he was probably looking at his wife he was like hey baby hey baby Look at my look at my salsa. Look at my salsa. Look at my salsa. Cause I know I was doing that shit. <laughs> I was definitely saucing like a motherfucker for real. Featuring fabulous. They kill it. That shit got some that that shit is Spanish Harlem vibes all fucking day. What a great fucking song. And then you get into the song with Cardi B. And hit yo, Meek and Cardi sound good together, man. They sound really good together. It's a good fucking song. It really is. Then we get into the fucking cheat code of this shit right here. We get into the cheat code. This nigga Meek put Rick Ross and Jay-Z on the same fucking song. And it's a it's a cheat code. It's literally a cheat code. And Jay-Z, pro, not even probably, he spit verse of the year. 100%. 100% he spit verse of the year. And I'm going to read this verse because... I have to. I can't help it. Niggas need to hear this shit now. This nigga Jay-Z is the best ever. He is the best ever. That's just what it is. He's the best. I'm not arguing with none of y'all. Jay-Z is the best, okay? He's the best. And that is what you all need to really understand because, wow, my nigga, Wow. Okay. Wow. I gotta I got I gotta read this here. Let me read this here, okay? I'm gonna read you this verse. Alright? Jay-Z comes on this song. This nigga said this. <laughs> oh my god, this nigga Jay-Z is such a fucking golly. Golly, Jay-Z! God <laughs> took shots if oh, let me read it. Let me read it. He said, in the land of the free where the blacks enslave, three-fifths of a man, I believe that's the phrase, I'm 50% do say and it's debt-free, right? 100% of ace of spades worth half a B, right? Rock Nation, half of that, that's my piece. 100% of title to bust it up with my G's. So off-rip, off-rip in this song, off-rip, J is flexing but he's like flexing in a way that niggas don't even understand he's talking about ownership like what this nigga's crazy right now oh my god since most of my niggas won't ever work together you run a checkup you run a checkup but they never give you leverage oh my god no red hat don't michael and prince me yay yeah took shots at yay know what i'm saying took shots at yay they separate you when you got Michael and Prince DNA. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. I ain't one of these house niggas you bought. My house, my house like a resort. My house bigger than yours. My spouse. Come on, man. The nigga had to stop himself because he said, yo, nigga, I'm not even worried about nothing you talking about right now. I'm with Beyonce. 
Come on, yo. You over here with Kim Kardashian. You over here with a goddamn smut, nigga. We don't we don't relate. We don't we 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 we, we don't compare, nigga. What the fuck you talking about? What? My route better. Of course. We started without food in our mouth. They gave us pork and pig intestines. Shit you discarded that we ingested. We made the project a wave. You came back, reinvested, and gentrified it. What? <laughs> Took niggas' sense of pride. Now that's free. Now how that's free? What? And then people stole the uh the people stole the soul and hit niggas with three sixties, huh? I ain't got a billion streams, got a billion dollars taking shots at Drake. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I don't care about your billion streams, nigga. That's great. That's all fun and dandy. But I got a billion fucking dollars, right? I got a billion dollars. And where you and that now you're sitting here like, how Jay got how how Jay got a billion dollars? How'd that happen? Well, Let's go back to the beginning of the song when he said, I'm 50% of Doucet, you know Doucet, the liquor company, that big ass liquor company, that billion dollar liquor company, I'm 50% of that. Jay-Z has 50% of that company, yeah, and it's debt free, yeah. Then that nigga said, 100% of Ace of Spades worth half a B. That nigga owns all of Ace of Spades. Not half of Ace of Spades like Doucet. He owns all of Ace of Spades. That's debt free. You know what I'm saying? That's worth half a B. You get what I'm saying? That's already worth 500 mil. You get what I'm saying? Then he said, Rock Nation, half of that, that's my piece. Yeah. And Rock Nation started back in 2009. Yeah, that's mine. You know what I'm saying? Then he said, 100% of title to bust it up with my G's. He has 100% of title. I own 100% of that shit. That's why I ain't got a billion streams, got a billion dollars. Inflating numbers like we supposed to be happy about this. We was praising Billboard when we uh but we were young. Now I look at Billboard like, is you dumb? To this day, grandma afraid what I might say. They gonna have to kill me, grandmama. I'm not they slave. Ha 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 ha. Check out this bizarre rapping style used by me, the HOV. Look at my hair free, carefree. Niggas ain't near free. Come on, man. What the fuck? This nigga is rapping right now. You tell me I'm supposed to be worried about some 11-minute freestyle? What the fuck? I'm supposed to be worried about 11-minute freestyle when this nigga over here rapping like this. Come on, man. Enjoy your chains. What's your employer name? With the hairpiece. I survived the hood. Can't no shaitan rob me. My accountant's so good. I'm practically, I'm practically living tax-free. Nigga, what? Come on, bro. Factory. That's me. Sold drugs. Got away. Scot free. Come on, bro. Come on, man. That's a CCE copy. Come on, bro. Guilt free. Steal me. And expect me to not feel a way to this day. You would say y'all killed me. Come on, bro. Are y'all listening to these bars right now? This is the God MC they call Jay-Z. All right. This is him. Okay, this is him, my favorite rapper of all time. This is him right here. All right, sucker free, no shucking me. I don't jive, turkey. Say happy Thanksgiving, shit sound like a murder to me. Smoke free, all of y'all calling out toll free. Come 
on, bro. Label rob you for millions that you want to put a hole in me. Sugar free, seasoned, but I'm salt free. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Come on, bro. I got, I got, I got to take a breather. I got to take a breather. Because this nigga Hove is killing me right now. He's killing me. Like what? Sugar free, seasoned, but I'm salt free. You lay a hand on Hove, my shooter shoot for free. Oh my God. <laughs> you see, this to me is flexing. This is the flex. Not no 11 minute freestyle. That ain't no flex. That ain't shit. You can flex with one dope ass verse and get these niggas what they need. I promise World War Three. Send an order through through your hands free. <laughs> Kill you in 24 hours or shorter. You can't ignore the hand speed. On God, it's off the head. This improv, but it's not comedy. Sign a fail. Hell nah. Ha 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 ha. And that was that was song number five, okay? That's song number five uh of 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 this album. Are you fucking kidding me? And then right after that song, you know what Meek does? He goes into the he goes into the song called Respect the Game. And this is where this is where the growth of Meek Mill truly shows in this album is song six. And then it continues to grow as you continue to listen. Song six is my favorite, one of my favorites, because this nigga Meek is really talking to the youth. Like, my nigga, if you want to do this shit, the one thing you need to know is you need to respect this game. And he's just giving you real rap shit. Like, real rap, real, like, real truth. It's very fucking good. Splash Warning, for me, might be the only song that's kind of like, eh, but I still fuck with it. And Future's on that joint. He killed it. Championships by far is my favorite song on this whole album. Championships is it. The sample on Championships is it. The song, the the what he's talking about, it's it, man. It's it. Then he got Going Bad featuring Drake. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, the song is definitely a Drake song featuring Meek. But they sound good together. They did a good job on this song. There's no beef no more. Niggas is, you know, leveling up out here. Niggas is evolving. Very good song. Almost Got Slipped is a very fucking wow. That shit is wow. This is another one of my favorite songs is the song that he got on here with uh, Kodak Black called Tic-Tac-Toe. And Tic-Tac-Toe is a song where they, uh, they both realize that you know, they're they're just they're just done with this shit. They're done. They're having fun. They have fun with this song. You can tell. Um, it's just very good to see them smarten up and really get out. Like stop this shit. You know what I mean? Like this shit is not for us. This shit is stupid. Twenty four seven. That song very good. Um, Ella Mae's on this song. Uh, the Beyonce sample from one of my favorite uh, Beyonce songs, Me, Myself, and I. Crazy fucking sample. Great. Oodles and Noodles Babies is still one of my favorites because it's just such a real song. It's just it's so real. Stuck in My Ways is a very real song. Hundred Summers, very good song. Dangerous is a great song still. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
It's just it's just what it is. And lastly, the song on here, Cold Hearted 2, the way he ends this album is amazing. It's amazing. This album deserves to be on, on end of the year list. This album deserves all the praise. And this album deserves to be heard because it's very good. And that's real. Even if you're not a Meek fan, you will like this album because it's hip-hop. It's hip-hop. It's hip-hop. It's raw. It's real. It's honest. It's fun. It bangs. It's everything you want in an album. And it's 19 songs and it never gets boring at all. Not one point in this album was I like, I don't like this one. I'm going to skip this one. I don't want to skip any songs on this album. It's very, very good. And on that note, I'm going to end it like that. Um, You already heard verse of the week from me because I read that shit. Because you need to hear the God MC, Hova. You need to hear that. Everybody needs to to listen to Hova when he speaks, period. Um, But song of the week for me, I got two, like I said, Big Crit, Pick Yourself Up, great fucking song, great motivator of a song, great anthem music, it's just dope, and uh, once again, like I said, Meek Mill, Championship, I love the fucking song, I love the song, I love Championships a lot, it's a great song. So, that is all the music this week, my guys, we did it, we did it, we got through it, it was fun, you already know what it is, so... Let's get into story time. You know how we get down over here. You know how we do over here, man. Story time this week. Um, I want to tell y'all about my about my laptop saga. <laughs> about the, to the point where I'm at now with this laptop, right? So I had a laptop. The first laptop I had was in college, 2006, and surprisingly, it's a Dell. It was a Dell, just like this laptop here I have, and it was a great laptop. <laughs> I was making music on there, not making music, you know, making CDs and stuff cuz 2006 CDs was still a thing. So, I had my laptop for about two and a half months at school. Um my mom and dad, they got me the laptop for school. It was a big deal, like, you know, it was great. I had it. I loved it. I took it everywhere with me and I just started smoking in school. So I was still not used to weed and how and how you know and how it handles you and stuff like that, and I just uh, got way too high one night, <laughs> got way too high, and had my laptop in my book bag, of course, and I put my book bag down, and then niggas came over to me. They were like, "Yo, we about to go to IHOP," and I was like, "Word," and without thinking about anything. I just dipped and went to IHOP with them, got food. And when I came back, I was like, where's my laptop? And I forgot that I left it on the ground because I was super duper high. I wouldn't think about nothing. And then they talking about food. And I'm like, yeah, nigga, I want some food for real. (laughs) And laptop gone. Don't know where it went. Stolen book bag gone (laughs) don't know where that went (laughs) stolen ain't like I had no books in there I didn't but I had CDs in there because I was making I was making CDs still and I was selling them on campus you know I'm saying I was selling for like three bucks five bucks sometimes and I was making like you know 30 bucks 40 bucks sometimes 50 bucks you know 
a week. If I really wanted to, I could I could make I could have made like, you know, 50 bucks a day. But I wasn't on no shit like that. I just want to make sure I had money in my pocket. And when that laptop was gone. All the music stopped, all that shit stopped. And I was like, that was like my hustle. And it just, it just stopped. But luckily, uh, my sensei, he would still let me work with him on the weekends at uh, his ice cream shop. So I was still making money somewhere, which was cool. But man, that laptop was it, yo. I loved that laptop too. I loved it. It was a great laptop. It was smaller than this one here, but it was good. It was a good, it was a solid fucking laptop. And that shit just got fucked up. I fucked up. I fucked up. Period. Then, um, a year later, I got another laptop. And I got a Sony laptop this time. And I paid half of it. So that laptop was like, I think it was like, 1300 something like that i put down i put down 700 dollars for that shit and then my dad paid the rest and that felt good to drop 700 dollars down that laptop that laptop wasn't the best though it wasn't the best and i watched a lot of porn on it like a lot of porn so that laptop got fucked up like it got it got fucked up and around like 2011 maybe 2010 even that laptop was just done. Like it was like that's it. No more laptop. <laughs> and I had to I had to just stop using the laptop. I was just I just stopped using it and I ended up getting an iPad. I got an iPad and that iPad was it held me down for 8 years. That iPad was holding me down. I wasn't really fucking with laptops or anything like that for a while cuz I had the iPad. I was like I'm fine. I got the iPad. Um but I always still wanted a laptop. I still always want a laptop, always wanted to, you know, just I need I need one. And then when I started this, I need I needed a laptop. I needed a laptop for 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 sure. But I didn't have one. So my parents were letting me use their laptop and they have a Mac. And as I was using their laptop, that's when I realized I was like, yo, I need a laptop like I need my own fucking laptop and started saving up did what i had to do and this time when i got this laptop i paid it all on my own all in full and it felt good to drop that 1200 dollars on the table and be like yeah i got that it felt good to be like oh 1200 yeah there you go yeah that 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 felt good for me that felt good so we're here 2018 new laptops New computer, new podcasts. Shit's good right now. Life is pretty cool. I can't be mad at it. I'm not mad one bit. Uh, I'm happy where I'm at. And yeah, now you know. My first laptop, though, I'm still mad about that. Because, nigga, how you, how you not paying? You're not keeping track of your shit. It's like, oh, I'm not keeping track of nothing. I'm high. <laughs> I'm high. I want food. They're going to IHOP. I want IHOP too. I want them short stack pancakes. I want that shit. And I want bacon. And I want and I want eggs. What the fuck you talking about? A laptop. A laptop where? Where? At IHOP? Like that type of shit. <laughs> All right, man. One more thing before I get out of here. You already know what it is. Um, there was an ATM this week that was spitting out a hundred dollar bills. 
um, instead of $20 bills in Texas. And I wish I had that blessing over here. Oh, my God. I wish that was a thing. (laughs) And the bank, the bank and the ATM people, they said, yo, the people can keep the money. I said, word? What the fuck? Yo, see, shit like that don't happen to me, man. Like shit like that, that shit never happens to me ever. I, I'm 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 just annoyed with that. I wish I wish, but no. Um, Rice Krispies and Frosted Flakes, they're gonna be dropping new uh, new flavors soon. Uh, next year, Rice Krispies gonna be dropping uh, strawberry Rice Krispies. Uh, don't get me wrong, you know they're pink. They kind of look good. I'm gonna eat them. I like Rice Krispies. I'll eat them. And then uh, Frosted Flakes, they're dropping a uh, banana cream. Frosted Flakes and also uh fro- Frosted Flakes, Frosted Flakes, and also they're dropping a uh, Honey Nut Frosted Flakes. They both are probably gonna be good. I like cereal, so that's why I put that here because I'm a cereal fan. I will be eating these things. Yes, I will. Um, there was a pastor um flying around his congregation uh and uh at his church like he was fucking Beyonce. Who is this nigga? And who put that nigga on a damn wire and was like, that's a good idea, pastor. You should do that. What on earth is wrong with you niggas? You see, this is why I don't be quick to go to church, man. Because if I see a pastor flying over my head, I'm leaving. I'm not staying here. I'm leaving. I'm not listening to this nigga flying in the fucking sky. This ain't no concert, nigga. This ain't a Drake concert. What the fuck are you doing? Get down on the ground and talk to us, man. What the hell are you doing flying around the sky talking and preaching? What the fuck? If you don't get down, what the, what? Who, who is in this church? And why did y'all stay and let this happen? Who is this man? And why did you let him float around like that? Come on, bruh. Come on. That shit's stupid. Nigga, that shit's dumb. I don't care what none of y'all say. That shit is dumb. And lastly, because you already know what it is and it's, it happens every week. We got to do it every week. Um, got some motherfuckers this week. They got to eat a dick. You already know. All right. Alabama police uh, for killing the wrong gunman in that shooting. You know, the black guy with the gun who was uh, an army veteran who, you know, went in there with his gun that is, you know, registered to him and it's his gun he went in there to go help people and you motherfuckers went in there saw a black guy with the gun and you just shot him so what the fuck that's not the gunman no that's not him you shot the wrong man that's just a black guy who's who's trying to help out the other people in here but you all just saw a black guy with the gun and then you killed him And then you were like, oh, yeah, we got the gunman. And they were like, no, the gunman's still out here. He's still at large. And they were like, wait, what do you you mean he's still at large? I thought we got him. They're like, no, 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 y'all just shot. Y'all just shot a nigga. That's all. And they were like, oh, all right, our bad. What? Yo, Alabama, yo, Alabama police, all y'all eat a dick, man. Because what you just made clear to me is that black people we don't have the right to bear arms to anything what the fuck is a second amendment to us you know what i'm saying i don't know what that is if i like what 
How many black people out here have been shot in their fucking cars and shot in, you know, just on the street or whatever, and they'd be like, oh, he had a gun. It's like, right, but that gun was his. And it's like, right, but he but he went to go reach for his for his for his gun. And they're like, no, he went to go reach for his license and his registration because you told him that he needed it. Like, nah, nigga, the fuck? What you're telling me is if I'm black, which is, which is who I am, and I have a gun, if I have a gun, you not, and, and, and it's my gun, like it's registered to me, you don't care. I have a gun. You're going to shoot me. We can't bear arms. Yo, black people can't do shit, man. That's what it comes down to. We can't do shit. Have y'all realized that yet? We can't do nothing. These 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 amendments don't mean shit to us. Right to bear arms. Yeah. This whole black man went up in there with his gun. That's his registered to him. He is an army veteran. He fought for this country and the country killed him. Fuck y'all, man. Fuck Alabama. Eat a dick, Alabama. That's some that's that that shit makes me mad for real. The fact that that came to life, though, is like, oh, shit. Yeah, we can't we can't bear arms out here. No, we can't. Nope, we can't. Uh, Cindy Smith, who won out there in Mississippi uh, after doing all that lynching talk. And I'd be on the front, you know, I'd be on the front row. And if they had a lynching rally, blah, blah, blah. You country ass bitch. Eat a dick, man. Mississippi, y'all suck, man. Y'all suck. All y'all suck. That bitch is stupid. Eat a dick. Fuck that. Uh, the Milwaukee Police Department, who shot this nigga Jerry Smith Jr. And now, turned out, Jerry Smith didn't die. And it turned out, of course, they were talking about he was hiding behind an air conditioner on the, on, on the roof. But it turned out he wasn't hiding behind no air conditioner. And it also turned out that man had his hands up. He put his hands up and he was going to get down. And you niggas just bang, 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 bang. You just shot him. And now that nigga's in a wheelchair. But guess what? That nigga's going to get money. And I can't wait till he gets that money. Y'all eat a dick out there in Milwaukee. All y'all. All y'all can eat a dick out there in Milwaukee. All you cops, man. All y'all. Um, the South Lake, the teens out there chanting the N-word um, in their little video or something. All you white girls eat a dick. Every single one of you white girls can eat a dick. I don't give a fuck where you from, white girl. I don't care. Nothing about that. Y'all parents ain't shit. The school ain't shit. Y'all ain't shit. All y'all eat a dick, period. Um, the Minnesota man who uh, pulled a gun out on 10 black kids. And he said, um, and, this, and, this is, and this is what this man said. This man out in Minnesota, there was black kids in McDonald's. They were just chilling. They were about to buy their food, pay their food. And they couldn't find their card. And this man said out, out loud, he said they should have used an EBT card um, to get their food. And the manager told them all to leave and uh she got suspended because uh ma'am this 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 crazy man just fucking pulled a gun out on us what the fuck and then she's like i don't care i don't care everybody get out everybody get out blah 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 what the fuck yo this man is outside ready to shoot us these are teenagers they probably looked they were about 13 14 maybe 15 at the oldest and it was 10 of them and this man just pulled a gun out on all of them and was like yeah motherfucker what's good i'll be outside waiting for you niggas that's what he said 
and they're trying to tell the manager what happened, and she's like, I don't care, I don't care, get out, get the fuck out, get out of my store, blah, 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 well, guess what, that manager, you can eat a dick, and guess what, that manager got suspended, because you a dumb bitch, you dumb as shit, woman, what are you talking about, what the fuck, you saw everything that just went down just now, and you just mad that all this commotion and shit's going on, and this is a place of business, what the fuck, Bitch, this is McDonald's. Get the fuck out my face right now. This is McDonald's, bitch. You better get out of here. You got suspended. Fuck out of here. And that man, Lloyd Johnson, they gonna get your ass. White man, eat a dick. Fuck you. Black China. Black China and this whole fucking bleach cream company that you got. Black China, eat a dick. Eat a dick. Black China, go away. Just go away. Just why Why are you here? Go away. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about any of this. Please go away. Go away. Go away, Black China. Why the fuck are you out here promoting bleach cream? What the fuck, yo? Do you not realize what that's doing to the mental of all the black girls out here in the world? All of them? You know what, Black China? Get out of here leave who the fuck is giving you money who the fuck is buying this bleach cream who if you bought this bleach cream do me a favor and walk into traffic please do me a favor or matter of fact why don't you drink the bleach cream because y'all bitches are stupid y'all are dumb black is beautiful what the fuck are y'all not understanding here i don't get it man I don't get it. I'm sorry. I don't get it. And lastly, Kevin Hart, my nigga, my nigga, Kevin Hart, my nigga. Kevin Hart had a, a birthday party this year, uh, last week for his son. Um, his son was, you know, his son is one years old, little boy. And they had a Cowboys and Indians birthday party. Uh, so... Okay, cool. Cowboys and Indians. Um, I don't know why you did that one for a one-year-old, but okay, fine. Now, people didn't like it. People got mad about it because uh, it's Cowboys and Indians, my nigga. I mean, Cowboys and Indians are literally just that. Like, nigga, the end. Now, this is, this is where you fucked up, Kevin. You threw this party... On fucking Thanksgiving, nigga. And then you expect, excuse me, you expect people not to get mad at what you did? My nigga, you threw a party with cowboys and Indians on Thanksgiving, bro. That's offensive, my nigga. Not only that, this is a one-year-old party. You could have gave this boy a fucking big-ass cake, let him put his hands all in the cake, throw some balloons over there, throw some shit over there, and everybody would have been happy, all right? It's a, this, is a, this is a party full of one-year-olds. Nobody's going to fucking remember this. Nobody. And then you get mad, right? Now you mad, right? You mad. I get it. You mad. They talking shit, blah, blah, blah. What you should have done was this, Kevin. You should have said nothing. 
because who gives a fuck? Okay, people are insensitive. Yeah, they're insensitive. You threw a fucking Cowboys and Indians party on Thanksgiving, nigga. Yeah, that's a, that's offensive a little bit. I'm just being real with you. That's kind of offensive, my nigga. Cowboys slaughtered the Indians on Thanksgiving, my nigga. And you threw this party on Thanksgiving? Word? Then you're mad. So you're mad. All right, you're mad. And then you comment, and your comment is by far the most contradicting comment you've ever made, ever. My nigga, how you gonna say in the comment that this shit is stupid and this is the, and you know and 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 I I'm not mad. I'm I'm commenting because I want to show you all how stupid this really is. And then he said, you had the nerve to say, you know that um the Cowboys and the Redskins. Uh, played on Thanksgiving. Yeah, nigga, we all know that. They play every year. Nigga, they've been talking about the damn Redskins mascot for years, bro. The shit is terrible. Why are you comparing these Cowboys and Indians to fucking the Cowboys and the fucking Redskins? Nigga, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Then you have the nerve to say, uh, you be mad, you know, what if, what if somebody said, uh, you know, somebody commented, what if somebody played um, slave, uh, slave owner and, and uh, slave, uh, slave and master during these things? What if white kids were walking around playing slave and master as uh, as kids? And you had the nerve to say that if you don't think that white people are doing that now, you're stupid. Nigga, nigga, Kevin, Kevin, no, bro. No, man. No, you're well aware of this. You're well aware of how stupid this was, nigga. You're well aware. And then you commented saying how stupid it was, but you're still trying to defend it. No, nigga. No, no. Then you had the nerd to be like, we were playing Cowboys and Indians when we were five and six. Nigga, when you were five and six, the boy is one. So why the fuck did you throw him a Cowboys and Indians party then? He's one. You don't have to throw him any type of party. You can give him a fucking cake, give him some balloons, and let him dig his hands in the cake. He's one. Throw some other little babies over there. Throw some other little babies over there, and everybody's good. But no, you threw a Cowboys and Indians party, and now you're mad that niggas are offended by it. My nigga, you threw a Cowboys and Indians party on Thanksgiving, and then you're trying to compare the shit to fucking slave and what the fuck bro eat a dick kevin you gotta eat a dick this week sorry bro you gotta eat one that shit's dumb you should never have commented at all what you should have done was you and your wife should have been like yo come look at this shit man look at this shit look at them commenting on our shit and you should have been like wow that's crazy that's stupid yo whatever man and you should have left it alone but you got mad you got mad and you felt some type of way and you just felt like i'm gonna say something See, that's your problem, Kevin. Sometimes you don't got to say shit, bro. Sometimes you don't got to say nothing, my nigga. You just got to be quiet. You got to learn how to shut the fuck up sometimes, man. For real. This is one of those moments and you didn't. And then you fucked up because you were contradicting yourself. And you understood that this shit was offensive. And you understood that this shit was stupid. But then you're still trying to defend it. No, my nigga. You got to eat a dick. I'm sorry. That shit's dumb. Doesn't make any sense. Sorry, bro. Sorry. You still my guy, but that shit's dumb, nigga. And I need to let you know that. Period. So, having said that, we're going to go ahead and end the episode on that note. 
Know what I mean? Give me a little hand clap real quick. First successful episode on the new laptop. You know what I mean? So, having said all that, you know where to find me. You know where I'm at, man. Find me on the iTunes. You feel me? Find me on the Stitcher. Uh, subscribe, like, comment. You know, give me some stars. Um, I'm on the SoundCloud. You know where I'm at. Do the same thing over there. I'm on Google Play. Do the same thing over there. Follow me on the Instagram at Suburban Dope. Um, follow me on the Twitter at Suburban underscore Dope. I'm here every week. I'll be back. Um, yo, the year is the year is coming. Year is almost coming to an end. It's among us. But I'm still here. I'm still ready. I'm going to go to the end of the year hard because come the month of January, I'm going to take a month off because I want to make sure I got my life together. Um, I'm, you know, moving into a new apartment, trying to get adjusted to new things. Um, and I just want to make sure that I got a grip on what I'm doing before I get back into this. So I need I need a month. But you better believe when I come in February, be prepared as in like be prepared because might be more than one episode i don't know i don't know i don't know how many episodes i'm gonna do before february but guess what <laughs> i'm gonna record them that's what the fuck i do so having said all that you know what it is andrew barrow suburban dope i'll be back next week peace